Welcome to welcome to October. It's October, Woo-hoo. yay! Yay! <laughs> it's um obviously um oblong October or something. I don't know. Oblong. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of like no nut November and like something oblong that would work with oh. Oh wait, wait, no, no. Um, uh, fucking Onan October. So you're supposed to jerk off as much as possible. <laughs> it's, it's October. I wish I got that memo. I wish I got that memo. Hi, hi, hi from the middle of the woods. Yes. Service probably sucks. Um, yes, Chelsea is out there hunting the uh the the, the Yeti. Um, yes. No, I want to befriend the Yeti. <laughs> I need a pet you want Yeti. Befriend the Yeti? Yes. We're like, <laughs> I don't know if your building like, would allow a species, yeti. Man. <laughs> I am allowed a yeti. Did you see I, got, <laughs> I posted I posted this map, um um also I don't oh oh we're Seal Square Productions, hi. If you don't Hello. know us if you don't know us, that's Charles D. Lincoln from Chelsea Lesage. Hello. And, um, yeah, I'm kind of under the weather, so it's gonna be this is gonna be really fun. The fuck yeah, a I lot saying? of people. Oh, Everyone's a lot of people sick. under the weather. My uh, my cousin just tested co- uh, positive for COVID this morning. Yeah. Uh, out in Long Island, so that's a trip I won't be making. But um, oh, so you're not going? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, well, you know, I mean, it's shit happens. Hard. It's it's not your fault. You didn't breathe on him. You know. I did. Um, I did. But <laughs> and I liked it. But but yeah. Um, <laughs> also, people, we wanna we wanna uh, let you know in December, even though it is October, on December sixteenth, <laughs> um, we are gonna be having our uh, the beginning of the theatrical run of Bishop's Cove. Yes, yes, at the Film Noir <laughs> Cinema in Brooklyn. So. Yep, at Greenpoint, Brooklyn, one twenty two Messerall Avenue. Uh, because I'm a shameless <laughs> uh, uh, promoter, you will see the QR code on here. Obviously, if you I'm really are looking proud at it of on YouTube. Really proud of you for figuring out how to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I will give all credit to Anna because God, Anna was Anna brave. was Anna was doing. Well, no, she didn't tell me how to do it, but Anna was doing her like lesbian dating show, oh, and uh, they needed a QR code. And I'm like, I can't just give you a link. And you're like, No, they need a QR code. So I was like, All right, I guess I'm gonna have to learn how to do this. <laughs> and uh, now I can make I can make QR codes leading to anything. <laughs> Wait, that's really scary. Like, yeah, exactly. I can I can just QR codes up the ass. I could I could fill a whole page with QR codes and make someone's fucking phone explode. Oh my god, well. you should do that. Oh my god, do you see it too? I think this is a really cool thing, I think, where um they have now I forget the name of the company, but everyone keeps dying, so it's something that people can um uh, I mean that they... has been that has been a constant since the beginning Shut the of fuck um, up. <laughs> I've had a lot of loss in my family recently. <laughs> the, um, what should we call it? The, um, but it's October, so no, wait, they're still living. Um, the, yes. <laughs> the, um, no, but there's a thing now where you can put you put a QR code on the back of a tombstone, and it's really cool. And then it pulls up on. And your is it phone. what like memories of the person or something? Yeah, and stuff? it's cool. Mm. It's really cool. I'm like, I'm like, I want to be a tree. <laughs> you know okay. yeah. like, they have those now too those like um what the fuck they look like weird like dinosaur eggs and it's like a, a burial pod you can be buried in and then you become a tree oh. oh okay so i guess they what like take your ashes and they put them with like seeds or no, something they put like your that? whole body your whole body it's like this giant like full-size bed type like mm. dinosaur poop egg thing yeah and they bury that. crazy yeah. crazy 
<laughs> Charles so, is like, I'm Googling this. <laughs> so, well, no, no. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm aware of how the decomposition <laughs> process works. But, um, I've witnessed it firsthand. <laughs> I have you know, decomposed uh, myself. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, uh, well, that's called, that's called aging, but um, it's, um, <laughs> yes. Shut the fuck up, Charles. <laughs> but also, but also, I mean, I, I, you know, I studied forensics in college as a, as a minor. Oh, so, I feel like you told me that. Yeah. 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 Which is, you know. It's one of those things, I had all these books and like, the different stages of decomposition and all sorts That's of fun hot. stuff, and, yeah, I told you about the autopsy thing, so, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, did yeah, so. That, what is it, the something of Jane Doe? That movie was actually scary. We did cover that, right? No, we, we haven't covered it, but you and I have watched it individually and talked about it off the air. Okay. okay. Yeah. Really good movie. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Know. Mom, will you get me a burrito? <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna um so this week uh we're because it's october we're going yep. to uh cover we, we you know and we're doing um originals and then the remakes um so uh next week make sure, make sure you burn through the uh, ditches and something through the witches and such because we're going <laughs> rob zombie next week um oh God. uh you know uh but uh, we decided to do um, how and we're we're it, and not not a movie. We're actually just covering Rob Zombie. It'll be a whole yeah. retrospective on his career next week. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But no, no, we're gonna cover. Thank you for um, clarifying that. <laughs> yes, we're uh, we're covering. Uh, I have Sean Yessel <laughs> coming in tomorrow to talk about him. But um, no, um, <laughs> that's a uh, Rob White Zombie fans would find that really funny that I just said that. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, we're gonna cover Halloween. Uh, so the first one we're going to cover is, um, uh, because it's October, obviously, uh, is, uh, John Carpenter's 1978 version. Yes, this is the original, right? Yes. Yep, the, the OG, the as OG they say. Yep. And, and you know what's, you know what's crazy about that is that, like, this movie, when it was successful, um, it, it grossed 70 million fucking dollars. Yeah, the um, budget was something like three hundred and twenty-five thousand. They've made forty-four yeah. million globally. I'm like, that's fucking nuts. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird because you like forget that Halloween was an independent film. Yeah, and fucking Jamie Lee Curtis was only paid eight thousand dollars for the entire yeah. thing. She never made more money off of it. Yeah, <laughs> you so know, crazy. But, but what's crazy about it was once it was successful, like that's the entire fucking '80s slasher genre came from people trying to copy this film. <laughs> You've all failed. <laughs> you know, I mean, even Friday the Thirteenth came from you know uh, came directly from them trying to rip off uh, Halloween. That makes sense. Yeah, I didn't know that that came afterward, but that makes sense. Yeah, what's also interesting about it is that it was written by uh, John Carpenter and uh, his then girlfriend Deborah Hill, who was also the producer. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's interesting is that John Carpenter basically wrote the story. But because he wanted the, the female characters in it to sound authentic, <coughs> she, yeah. she wrote all the female dialogue. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. And what is it? Laurie Strode was named after um, the fucking one of his other ex-girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah. God. Um, what's interesting also is the, uh, the actor who plays her dad uh, was in, basically was, was there because he was in another Alfred Hitchcock movie. And... Uh, uh, he worked with uh, Tippi Hedren while um, uh, Janet Lee, uh, who people know from Psycho, 
That's, that's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom, right? Yeah, yeah, it was Journey, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. So, that's he so kind weird. of... I can't uh, believe I didn't know that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's, it's, well, I th- it's, it's, it's one of those things because they have different last names. Yeah, which should be you know, illegal. You know, although it is, it, it's, see, for, it's always funny for me how many, like, Last House and Aleph fans, like, like, I had heard, um, Eric, who, um, ran the Shock Go Go Fest, um, I heard in real time in an interview when he found out that my dad was, uh, F.J. Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Um, because they were mentioning, it's like, oh, yeah, did you know that, uh, you know, uh, Charles Lincoln's father was, uh, Fred Lincoln and, uh, from Last House and <laughs> Left? And he's like, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know, and it's great to hear that in, like, real time. Yeah. No, you're like, you know, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and yeah. Your father's rolling over in his fucking grave, like, stop talking about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Every time I mention it, he, uh, he, he, <laughs> I mean, he, he, he causes a, a, a fucking yeah. He he. Well, he can't. He has no grave because he was cremated. Um, oh, did you see? Also, they have cremation. You can cremate people into vinyls now too. You can put their ashes into records. Um, I mean, I have a necklace with his ashes. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. I have a necklace with his ashes. Um, and uh, and his ashes were also scattered in like three countries. That's um, awesome. I love that. Which is it's. Well, it's funny because I've, I've had so many people like, you know, ask that like, oh, what would you do if your dad uh, was here type things like that? And I'd be like, I'd be really freaked the fuck out because not only is he dead, he's been scattered in three fucking countries. <laughs> you know? That's really funny. Oh, I don't think I ever told you this, but the fucking, um, um, I was in London earlier this year teaching and someone's father had died and they were scattering the ashes, um, like in a, but he wanted some of his ashes in the Thames. And the fucking, it was just me and this one person spreading his father's ashes in the fucking, and the wind changed right as he was, and it just went all in his face. <laughs> like, it just oh came God. right so you back. you got the Big Lebowski moment. Yep. You got the Big Lebowski moment from mm-hmm. the, uh, from, was he in a Folgers cup? Uh, Folgers can? Because that would be really bad. Um, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So anyway, let's go into this movie. So here's here's what I'll say about Halloween. Like, I've seen it, you know, obviously since I was a kid. I haven't seen this um, in like 10 years. Watching it. I haven't seen it since I, I went into film. And um, it's a. Uh, the film itself is almost like a film class in that. Yeah, I. It really is a great example of what a great score can do for a film. Mm-hmm. Cause there are so many scenes where watching it as a filmmaker, I, I was like, this scene goes on for so long and would be incredibly boring if not for the fact of how amazing the score is. Yeah. Do you know that John Carpenter wrote the whole score in three days? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking crazy. And him and his musician fans recorded it in their garage or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean it's love that. I mean, it's basically just sounds like him on a on a synthesizer. So it's you know, or uh, it's little... brilliant. Oh, I'm sorry, Gertie. Yeah. I scared my dog. Sorry. Aww. Gertie Bird Squirt. I am Gert. I have never <laughs> been fed. <laughs> did you did you get the uh, the pic the uh, video I sent you of the giant fucking raccoon? No. Oh yeah, I sent it to you on Instagram. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah. the thing I was going to say earlier. The fucking, I shared this thing on my Instagram 
that was like, you know, instead of all these like terrible things in the news, here's a, or instead of seeing a political map of the United States with the red and blue states, here's a map of where it's legal to own a raccoon in, in, or keep a raccoon as a pet in the United States. I was like, this is the content I need. <laughs> yes, this movie. Racco- uh, raccoons are raccoons. Raccoons are one of those animals that I actually try to avoid because you never know if they could be rabbit or whatever, and they get so fucking big. They do. Trash pandas. Yeah. The Central Park raccoons are not afraid of fucking shit. <laughs> no, like, neither this are... This is my swamp. Prosp- yeah. yeah, no, there, were, there, was, um, there was certainly times where I remember um, in Prospect Park where I was like, I'm going to take a different path because that raccoon is fucking huge and it's glaring Peanut. at me. Peanut is grandma. <laughs> Madison, that no. is quite enough. Ma'am, come here. Come here. Madison, <laughs> no ma'am. No ma'am. No. It's, no. <laughs> it's just, it's funny because last week you were worried about them barking when, like, strangers came into your place. Yeah, And yeah. now, like, their family that they've known their whole lives. Like. <laughs> well, the door is shut in my bedroom at my mother's house. And my mother's um, making prepping for tomorrow which is halloween not because it's october <laughs> it's 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 october it's you're, you're you're prepping for the october 2nd feast <laughs> the yes. traditional october 2nd feast she likes to get her like her like saturnalia feast like prepped a couple months ahead of time <laughs> yes yes <laughs> even though by the time even even though none of that food is edible by the time saturnalia actually comes it's just on. decomposing a little bit yes. it'll be fine yes. <laughs> yes it's like it's like in those movies where they come and there's a banquet but it's all rotting because it's been sitting there since october <laughs> That's how I feel. Like, just like, I feel like I was, I'm this really pretty, like, display of delicious food that's just been sitting out for a little too long. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, Yeah. we're talking about this movie. Yeah, so we get, like, a close-up of a jack-o'-lantern for two full minutes, by the way, in the intro, and the music is so compelling. Yeah, no, it's really, like, it gets scarier the longer it goes on, too, because of the music. Yeah. Absolutely. And wild. in fact, John John Carpenter um, artificially extended a few scenes because there's scenes that there's not a continuity between the two shots. Right, right. You know, yeah, you gotta stop. <laughs> not our sin. Well, mom, you coming in and selling your requires could make her part more. What the fuck? Where was uh, that logic? <laughs> what, mom? <laughs> <laughs> we have a special not. guest on the show. <laughs> yes, my mother's just in a bathrobe and like a winter hat. Otherwise, I would have been like, "Look, it's Sharon Lesage." <laughs> yeah, she just creaked, creaked. She opened the door, creaked open the door, and went peanut. Because <laughs> this gonna make her stop barking. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hilarious now um, just imagine if how creepy that would have been if the halloween theme had been playing as she did that it kind of was in my own mind oh yeah well i read, I read that he fucking i read that like when it went to um when it went to like um network television that the movie was too short to fill in the um to fill over the the two hour uh spot that it had and so they were shooting the second one and went back and put in additional scenes in this movie yeah. while they were shooting the second one. I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's cool. It's kind of fascinating um with and we talked we went among this of a real little bit on Reanimator um yeah. about how TV they used to have all these extra scenes that would just be for TV. Yeah. 
Um, in fact, there's there's two movies I can think of that actually had completely different endings. Um, on the TV version, Night of the Creeps was the one that really sticks out to me because I actually like that ending way better than the one in the uh, R-rated version. You know, I don't think I've ever seen that um, movie. It's not a bad movie, actually. It's interesting, but it's one of those things where, like, there were so many... I have to watch it as an R-rated version again to see whether or not the best scenes are still in there. Because it's so different from the TV version and the R-rated version. Um, Nightbreed, which I remember we watched one day at at, uh, one of your old apartments. We did. Um, And I remember... (laughs) Yes, we did. And I remember I was disappointed with the ending because they took out the ending from, like, the Channel 11 version. And change, so the ending is so much better in the TV version of it. Um, Wild. But, yeah, no. Um, so, this is... Um, we still are... The, yeah. We've talked about two minutes of the film. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> well, you know, I mean... It's, it's, it's I mean, we're literally talking about a shot for Jack O'Lantern for two minutes. But... Yes. Um, which is funny, because I just think of how many times with our credits and stuff. I'm like, shit, we have to get in two hours... All right. Okay. Okay. Let me make the credits like fucking forty five seconds long or something. Like you know. <laughs> You're all uncredited. Meanwhile, no credits. You get nothing. You know, meanwhile, jo- meanwhile, John Carpenter's like, well, there's an object in my house. Let's just shoot it for two minutes. And, fucking you know. so fascinating. Yeah. I wonder if like if they knew at the time how big this was gonna be. You know. I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. I mean, you can't. Uh, I guess you can't. You know, just anticipate that happening. Be like, we're going to get real famous from this. I just know it. <laughs> Especially when it's an indie film, like, done for, like, fucking, you know, I mean, it's 300, it's 300,000. I mean, that's still a big budget for back then for an indie yeah. film. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, um, that was, uh, uh, like, well, the other hand, the last house cost about that much, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah so we got this um, really sexy decomposing jack o I'm just kidding. I'm just going to see how many times I can put in decompo- decomposing in this podcast. Just saying. I mean, I mean, you could just keep repeating that word for the next tw- two hours. It won't make for a very entertaining podcast, but you can, you can um, fit it in. You want to fucking bet? I will make it fucking entertaining. <laughs> Challenge you know, accepted, you- bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so now we I go to Haddonfield, yes. Illinois. And we hear um, that black cats and goblins and broomsticks and ghosts, pumpkins and witches are free there, are, are there. And I've never heard this. I wonder if this was like, was this written for the movie? Was this like a rhyme said by kids yeah, in the 60s? It was, like, yeah, it's like a children's um, rhyme type thing. Yeah. I don't know. I'd never really heard yeah, it. Yeah, because I've, o- I've literally only heard this in this movie. Yeah. No, but the same. way that it's... Oh, yeah, the way that it's said makes it sound like it's something that everyone should know. So I wonder if it was something like, you know, peep boomers or whatever, like, heard when they were kids or something okay, like that. The fuck, oh, you forgot the best you know. fucking, like, you forgot the best phrase in this thing, though. The end of it in, is, um, what is it, the witches and blah, 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 and Weinstein, Weinstein's coming in the plants or something. <laughs> I wanted to bring that back. <laughs> it's been well, far too long. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, there's. it's odd you would bring that up now and not next week when we will be covering an actual uh, Harvey Weinstein film. So, because Rob Zombie had to deal with the Weinsteins on Halloween. Um, yeah. The movie, not like he they came over his house trick-or-treating or something. You don't know that. <laughs> you know. You don't um, know that. I just want to say this now because I didn't write it down and I'm going to forget. Big, okay. big, big, big issue 
in this movie is okay. that it's trick or treating, and the kids, the kids who are, who are being babysat, why aren't they trick or treating? Like they're the only kids in the neighborhood who don't actually go trick or treating. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Did you notice that? I was like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I I didn't. I figured because their babysitters don't. Well, no, didn't um. Uh, Linda says that she has to go trick-or-treating before she babysits with her brother. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know if maybe because they're baby... I see, you've... I, that's one of the things I was going to talk about with this, because you've done babysitting. I I, have, I don't, because I don't... I despise little ones. But, um... I despise little ones. You know. Yes. Charles and children I, I really mix. do. But, uh... Yeah, yeah. no, babysitting is um, great. You know... So that's why I was going to ask, like, you know, well, we'll go into it when uh, when we go into that. But like um, little stuff like, you know, hey, this is where I'm babysitting tonight. Why don't my friends come over and fuck? You know, I, I, was, like, know. Does that, I was like, does that shit really happen when you're a babysitter? I, actually, like, I was, yeah, I was a babysitter once for this really fucking great kid on the Upper West Side. And then, God, she's like going to college next year. Oh, my God. When when did I get old? The um, But her parents... Or documentary filmmakers, great people. But they up and left this nine-year-old to go to Australia to shoot a movie and left me alone with the kid for the week, right? Mm. And, yeah, I think that I didn't get away with it. I didn't ultimately get away with it, but I stuck a new man into her parents' bedroom every night after she went to bed. Well, that's that's different. That's you fucking. Because, I mean, you know, hey, I went to high school, too. I know enough of, you know, I've I've been to houses where a girl was babysitting and, you know, oh, because yeah. she invited me over. The whole, let's have my friends who are not babysitting come over so they can fuck here. I'm like, I, I've never heard of anyone doing that. But. Yeah, no, that's absolutely wild. I'm like, Johnny boy, what was your childhood like? <laughs> like, where... <laughs> Well, that was the other thing is is the babysitting thing came from Deborah Hill because that's how she used to make money when she was in high school. So that's why I'm wondering. I was like, was Deborah Hill inviting her friends over to like fucking, you know, the master bedroom or something? (laughs) I just imagine I imagine that this is like a little heated conversation that like John and Deborah are having. And they're like, we got to meet in the middle. No, I want this. I want this. I want that. Well, babysitting makes sense. All right. But like the people who are not supposed to be in the house, they have to fuck though. All right. That's the middle ground. I'm calling it there. Okay, (laughs) let's settle this. Yeah, because I I figured that I figured that would have gotten you. That would have gotten you in so much, you know, one guy, you can hide one guy. Having your friends come over and, like, fuck in the bedroom and and smoke and, you know, all this. And they like, just let themselves in, too. They didn't even, like, yeah. you know. Like, what if they wanted, like, what if, like. So that's what I was going to ask. I was, 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 like, wanted them to fuck in a different bed, you know. They were just very presumptuous, those two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was gonna ask. Well, I mean, you know, she's fresh off going and and stuffing about the the, uh, the ballots against Carrie. But right. um, you know, but I guess she fig- I guess she figured she could get away with it because her fucking friend Chris is uh, working for the Detroit Police Department. So you know, <laughs> it's all <laughs> that makes perfect sense. It's all one fucking. <laughs> For, for one universe, every film is true. You want to know what's funny is that I fucking like <laughs> you know in watching this in watching this I had like revisited Jennifer's Body, which because I fucking love that movie. I'd watched that. I like, I can't even. I know I you can't hate that past. movie. 
I know. I despise the dialogue so much. Oh yes, no, it's terrible. But you know, I love that movie. And the um, the I watched these in the same day, and like, I, <laughs> they started to blend together, and I was like, Adam Brody, like, he must be really old. Like he he was, you know, he <laughs> great twenty years ago, like <laughs> in the seventies. <70s. laughs> I was like Chelsea, no, bad Chelsea. Also, my laptop yeah, apparently say, yeah. did not charge while, uh, like, in commuting from the city today. So I will just very uh, gracefully be taking the laptop and moving over to another place in the apartment. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we come up on a house. There's two people inside talking about how uh, the uh, female half is talking about how her parents won't be around. Um, oh, yeah. And we're getting... Yeah, we're getting these, like, shots from outside the house, like, looking in. Yeah, like, POV uh, shots. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, it's Halloween 1963. Mm-hmm. Uh, the person puts on a clown mask, and, uh, you know, well, the, uh, the dude puts on a clown mask. She tells him to take it off, and then they go upstairs. Um, and then we see the lights turn off in the bedroom. Um, I, you know... <laughs> Well, it's one of those things that, like, you know, later on, when, uh, spoiler alert, PJ Soul's character, um, Linda, and her boyfriend, Bob, get it on, and, um... Sex is bad. And, but it lasts about 45 seconds, but she looks completely fucking satisfied afterwards. Oh, yeah, I, I wrote about that, too. I was like, no. And then the other thing that fucking, like, a common theme throughout this, too... Is like John Carpenter obviously has never heard a woman come before because fucking every there are so many different deaths in this in this movie where it sounds like the woman's like like porn coming instead of being stabbed and dying sounds. You know what I mean? The weird, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you know, porn was very mainstream when this was being made, so you know, who knows? Yeah. Um, is John you Carpenter know, still I- alive? Yes. Yeah, John Carpenter is still alive. He's he's uh, playing a lot of video games these days. And, uh, he's, he's playing a lot of video games and being very grumpy. Um, like... That's what I want to be. I want to play video games and be grumpy. Like, (laughs) uh, like, I'll say, like, would, uh, have you ever seen The Thing? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know how at the ending it has, without spoiling anything, uh, but you know how it has that ambiguous ending at the end? Um... Yes. The cinematographer, at the end, the cinematographer talked about how what the indication is as to who is the the thing at the end of the film. And John Carpenter literally said, like, that's not a, that's not a thing that fucking happened. He doesn't know shit. And he's like, well, who is the thing at the end? He goes, well, I'll tell you if you fucking pay me. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's so your mentality. That's all something you would say. <laughs> I, you know, it's one of those things where I look at John Carpenter and I'm like, I hope I don't get that bitter when I'm like old, but you're you know, already who knows? that bitter, Charles. I'm a, I'm a very bitter person, but you know, I hope that I'm not like, you know, someone asked me about Demon Hunter and I'm like, you know, Chelsea doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Fuck you. <laughs> like, I don't want to be at that level. <laughs> like, you know? It sounds like, like several older, older men in the industry that, that I work with who'd be like, Chelsea yeah. doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Yeah, no, you're not that bitter. You're more like, you're like a Sour Patch Kid. I, I don't First even know sour. what that means, except First for the, I know the candy. Yeah, oh, first okay, they're sour, okay. then they're sweet. 
Okay. It's okay. a compliment. Was... Oh, thank you. Thank you. But yeah, like that, that's literally the equivalent of it is like if they ask you something about like Demon Hunter or Bishop's Cove and you gave an answer and then they ask me about it, I'm like, Chelsea doesn't know shit. <laughs> Fuck her. Like, you know, because like, <laughs> that's, that's literally the equivalent of what he said. And I don't know if that's like a joke between them or if he really is like. Fuck that guy. I don't know what the <laughs> what he doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm the fucking director. You know? <laughs> so That's funny. But yeah, that. yeah. He does uh, a lot of that. And uh, and you know what you know what the other thing that like occurred to me because I haven't seen them in years and years and years is boy man, seventies panties were so different from like every um, other era's they underwear. Look like my mother's underwear. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking I was like I hope she didn't hear me. <laughs> I was like, God, I can't imagine. There's a whole conversation about like the thong and stuff, you know, and, yeah. like the comfy underwear. I was like, I cannot wear anything other than like those, like the material that like silky type material of thongs because yeah. I hate the idea of like sitting down and feeling cotton on the other side of my fucking ass cheeks. Like I'm like, am I wearing a diaper? So it's completely opposite in this movie. But it's even the it's the like seventies panties were even different from like say bikini briefs like they were just this weird. I usually used there was a girl I used to hook up with when I was in my teens who wore those. Um, like I guess she was well, I'm glad maybe that, didn't that was work just, out. yeah like I was <laughs> I don't know if maybe she just really liked the aesthetic of it or whatever but she would just wear like even back now keep in mind in the fucking nineties I remember thinking of them as seventies panties. Interesting. Yeah, like, and and they were that weird, like, fabric, and they were those, like, patterns, and and the the, the fucking cut of them and everything. Oh, yeah. It was very... With a little cinching in the back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, and, like, I've never, to to this day, to this day, (laughs) except on, like, period pieces I've worked on, I've never seen anyone else wear those. Yeah, Um, yeah. Because they were just they were just so different from underwear of any other fucking, uh, even the 60s had different underwear than that. They were this weird thing in the 70s where they just were like, everyone had to wear these sort of things. Well, I mean, the 70s is when, like, the 60s going into the 70s, right, is when, like, the bush was, like, the most popular, like, way to wear your vagina. And the fucking, and so maybe they designed these 70s panties in order to maintain and contain the bush. Yeah, you know what? You know what? That's, That's probably true. It's one of those things that, like, I still, to this day, remember. Um, being, you know, like I said, a teenager and seeing like little like hairs sticking out of the front of like of those panties on her because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she didn't she didn't shave, you know, and like it was uh, I don't know. It was it, it's it's one of those things that I had totally forgotten what they look like until watching this movie because oh, yeah. you never see 70s panties anywhere except in 70s movies or in my mother's underwear drawer. God, I hope they're not. Well, in the 70s. Uh, well, I, 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 I try not to. I, I try not to rummage to your mother's underwear drawer, so I have very little chance of me seeing them. Um, Watch, this will be the one episode she watches, and she'll be like, what the fuck, Chelsea? <laughs> I'm like, Mom, that's, this is your fault. You came in and made peanut butter. That's, that, that's it, Chelsea. I'm going to go buy a whole shitload of sea strings tomorrow, and you can't do anything about it. You can't do anything about it. No, so my mom actually, when she was helping me move, she was like, yeah. she pulled up, I had a couple of like unopened C-strings 
Yeah. And she was like, where the fuck does this go? Like, what drawer do you put this in? I was like, it's a C-string. And she was like, is that a drug? Like, what are you doing? I was like, no, the thing, you just asked me a question. I'm telling you what it is. Well, why is it a C-string? I'm like, it's like a G-string, but there's no lines. You know what I mean? It's just like a tape thing. It's like, it's used in film all the time. She was like, I didn't need to know that. I was like, then don't ask me these things. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yes. Um... But, but yeah, so, so, so bottom line is this kid, by the way, and I say kid, because when we see this guy, he, I forgot, this guy looks like he's fucking 12. Um, he's probably like 70 now, but like the, the guy who comes down from the, uh, upstairs with, uh, Judith, Michael Myers' sister, he looks like a fucking 12 year old. Um, yeah. So, and that's the other thing is the fucking back door is just wide open. Michael does not open the back door. Yeah. Did you notice, too, there were some, like, continuity errors a little bit where, like, the door would be open just a little slightly off than it was in the last, um, like, in the shot prior to it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, come on! You know, so, so, uh, Judith, his sister is up there in her 70s panties brushing her hair, and, uh, she yells at her hair. little brother for being there, and then he starts stabbing, and I'll say that, man, you know, this is before slasher flicks were commonplace, and... A lot of these people don't know how to die on camera, but I realized because they didn't really have examples except for like Psycho or something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, and porn. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many. I honestly have not seen enough seventies porn to know how many people were dying in them. Well, it's definitely not your. No, I'm talking about like bringing it back to the fact that it sounds like they're orgasming instead of being stabbed to death. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, well, that's one of the reasons why there was a lot of feminist backlash against this film uh, in the 70s oh, and there? stuff. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. It was there was a lot of like the deaths in this are, are pornographic. And and it was back in the 70s. There were a lot of feminists who said this was an incredibly misogynistic film. That makes sense. I mean, people say that about everything still. So, you know, it does not although, pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> well, no, you know what? You know what? The thing that really occurred to me, though, is that like, you know, since Jamie Lee Curtis is kind of like the, the one of the first final girls, if not the first one, she's not a very strong character at all. No, no. I just it, was really glad that, like, you know, she was at least a great actress where some, some of the fucking dialogue in this and the other actors, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> well, what's interesting is that Jamie Lee Curtis actually um, auditioned for every character in this except Laurie. Yeah. Because she, she thought Laurie was really repressed and she couldn't relate to Laurie at all. That's cool. You that's know. really cool. I mean, like, that's good to know. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, because she was like, why, she, she thought that she would, would have been a better Annie or, Lin, or a Linda. What? crazy i'm sorry i'm sorry but i was just thinking about it. i wasn't too impressed with the actresses who played linda or annie you know what i mean like well linda well the girl linda she was from uh carrie that was pj souls and she was like big in the 70s um oh, duh. i didn't even think yeah. about that i didn't even put that together yeah yeah she was the girl who um wore the uh baseball cap all the time in carrie fucking hell yeah um oh. so um, anyway, though, so Judith gets stabbed, um, and we see out the, <laughs> we see out through the eyes of the mask, which is actually a really cool shot. I love that. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 And he, go he goes out, he goes outside as the car pulls up, he, his parents and his parents come out, they, uh, take the mask off him and he's holding the knife in the clown outfit. 
And his parents look at him disgusted as he just stares straight ahead. He's like, God, we we shouldn't have thrown out all the wire hangers. Why are we going through this? (laughs) You know, and they zoom back, and now we're in Smith Grove, Illinois, in October 30th, 1978. Yes. Oh, and do you know that, what's what's the name of the fucking town? Haddonfield, Illinois? Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, because like, um, John Carpenter was from Haddonsville, New Jersey. Yeah. yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so where the fuck are we now? 1978. All right, I'm getting up. Yeah. And I'm fetching a chair so there will be an appearance against my mother's will. Um, of my mother <laughs> while I get a... Oh, shit balls. While I get a chair from from the kitchen and put it at the desk. Uh, I was going to say, boy, it's a, it's, a, it's a good thing you were wearing pants when that angle just happened. <laughs> I thought about... That's funny. Yeah, because I thought about taking them off because I was like, God, I fucking hate pants. <laughs> I thought, I'm glad I didn't. All right. Yeah. This is a really yeah. exciting moment. She's going to be pissed off, but hey, she made the dog bark. <laughs> <laughs> just, just Chelsea just reminding us she's wearing pants and not 70s panties. So. I am. So this is, Mom, can I steal a chair? Thank you. This is live. This is Sharon LeSage, everyone, against her will. Here she is. Here she is, world. This is Sharon LeSage, everyone. You know, you know, you know, I'm handing a chair. As you as you do this, as you do this slow walk, I feel I feel like putting the Halloween theme over you. Yeah, do it. Do it. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, no, it's October, Mom. <laughs> Happy October second. Happy October second. Yeah. This is not Thanksgiving. This is not Thanksgiving. But <laughs> I'm struggling so hard right now. Okay. But yeah, um, like I was just like, I wonder how tense it will look if we just put the Halloween yes. theme over you, like, and not even, and not even like the main, like the main theme. They're like. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. Yes. All right. Bye, mom. You know. Bye. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in the process. I have so much shit on the floor in here. I'm like, I have to clear off the desk. I just didn't want to break for say, a commercial Chelsea, 20 minutes. A, usually there's a toilet for that sort of thing. It's your own fault if you're just putting shit on the floor. <laughs> you know what? I, I thought that you like would be open-minded and, open-minded and like not kink shame me. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder your mom is opening the door and being like, what the hell is going on in here? What is here? she doing now? Why does it smell like that? <laughs> Who's decomposing in here? Oh, yeah, no, no. If, you, if, 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 if your bowel movements smell like someone decomposing, you need to get yourself to a hospital immediately. Uh-huh. Um, well, those are, those are both bad smells. That, yeah, the... Those are bad smells, but they're both two completely different bad smells. I just wanted to say decomposing again. Okay. Well, All right. I'm sure. Laptop charger. Yeah. Thank you for coming on this journey in... with me, world. There's something in the frame. What? Uh, no. Oh. To, uh, I see yeah. it. Thank there you. There you go. Now I see, what is that? A, a fucking egg or something? The little orange thing? What's that? Oh, it is. Yeah, it's my chapstick. Thank you. I'm so glad. Okay. It's like, Charles, it's like you're a film director or something. You're just like I know. Dressing. Crazy. Crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the camera has adjusted. It's not even showing you. It just it's the way I want it. I was just, no, I was plugging in the computer. All right, we're at business. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. All right, yes. great. Did you bring your voice memo with you as we went through that journey? Or? Yes. I okay, did. okay. All right. <laughs> Yes, I did. 
So um, it's pouring out. Dr. Loomis is driving in, uh, in the night with a nurse. Yes. Um, and she's only done minimum security. Uh, they're going to the Illinois State uh, Hospital. And she talks about how wow. bothered she is by the patient's gibberish. Yeah, I feel uh, like this To which this Dr. Loomis tells her. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, my mom was a, a nurse at um, uh, the psychiatric uh, ward of Bellevue. So this kind of was how my mom was. Um. Jeez Louise. And the guy who plays fucking was it, Donald Pleasance, I guess, was like a yes. huge British actor at the time. Huge, yeah. huge. He's actually was a um, He was a first Bond billed villain. in this movie. He's first billed. Yeah. In fact, he's not just he's billed before the fucking director. Like yeah. he's Donald Pleasance in John Carpenter's yeah, Halloween. F- that's fucking wild. You know what I mean? Like he was Especially just never cons- gonna- Yeah. Especially considering that he is literally like like I mean, you could have probably shot all of his scenes in two days. Yeah, entirely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, my right, aura but, ring app just went off. It, you know, it's so passive aggressive. It's like, don't you think it's time to stretch your legs a little bit? It just came up like, fuck you! <laughs> I just but did. I went to the kitchen. <laughs> but it's one of those things, like, you know, as filmmakers, like, you know, if we get, like, a major name, they obviously have to get big billing and stuff, but right. I don't I don't know I've ever seen, like, that big a billing. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, who's Donald Pleasance? You know, because we just know this movie made so many people's careers, you know? Uh, see, now you made me feel old, because I've seen so many Donald Pleasance movies. When you said, who's Donald Pleasance? I'm like, are you, I, 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 I. like half, anyone, <laughs> anyone in our audience over 35, like, had a fucking coronary the moment you said that. Well, you <laughs> um, know, it's, it's about time. You're welcome. I'm doing you a favor. The world is shit, so just die now. <laughs> yeah, I need tissues. I'm here. <laughs> so, well, speaking of uh, of, of Onan uh, October, um, so <laughs> I'll be back in thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in my bunk. Um, <laughs> my bunk. In my swamp. Um, yes. So, <laughs> wow, wow, that's uh, that's it's some Shrek. Uh, uh, well, I, 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 I number one, I've only seen Shrek once, but um, that's fine. That just makes me think of an American horror story um, with fucking, uh, uh, what's his face? The guy from, uh, the, uh, the the really famous actor from um, Babe, Pig in the Woods, or whatever. James Cromwell. Um, James Cromwell. James Cromwell, when he was like the, the fucking Nazi doctor. You want to know what's funny? Um, yeah, on season two. On, on, on the season second two. season of, of, of season two. And it's he so like funny. refers Look to it. someone's, yeah. Look at the, I have a poster from that season in in my bedroom at my mom's. There you go. But when he refers to um uh fucking um Chloe Savini's vagina as like a mossy swap or something like that. Oh, I know. Fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Probably like that. Just made me think of that. Yeah. (laughs) So um, yeah, that's awesome. All right. Yes, this movie. So she's bothered by all the (laughs) gibbering, as uh, as anyone who is listening to us would be. And Donald Pleasance is like, well, you have you don't have to worry about that because it hasn't spoken a word in 15 years. Right. Right. All right. Now I know where we are. Where we are. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yes. So she's trying to understand what they're doing there. And uh, but she says, can't we refer to it as him? And he's like, if you say so. If you say so. Yeah. And he, he says, your compassion is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just have to get him through to, uh, through to a judge. Um, and, judge uh, you Thorazine. Shoot him up. 
Yes. No, well, Florentine's the no, medication. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they uh, never wanted like, to get out. Never, never, never. Uh, yeah, if anyone knows what uh, Thorazine is, it's like an antipsychotic um, that pretty much puts you into like a fucking... You're like a zombie when catatonic you're on that state. Shit. That's oh, that reminded me too. I meant to tell you, I watched the uh, Tom Hardy's like play Char- play Charles Bronson. I saw that movie that came out in '09 for the first time. Fucking brilliant movie. But yeah, they like wind up sedating. Oh, him crazy! And I, I didn't know you hadn't seen that. No, I'd never even. I, I mean, I'm, I knew who Charles uh, Bronson was, I'm, but I'd never seen it. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, I loved. Yeah, that like I've uh, that was that was my first time actually seeing uh, Tom Hardy. Yeah, well, it's the role that uh, made him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everyone, I, I remember when it came out and all, like, the indie film world was all like, oh my god, you have to see this uh, movie Bronson. It was so well done. But they yeah. like, dope him up on Thorazine, too. So yes, a oh, heavily, yeah. heavily sedated antipsychotic. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, the the actual guy, that's based on a true story. I know, um, no. Well, I knew about a lot the, of the, the yeah, yeah, dude himself. I just didn't know they made the, a movie the, the criminal, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what um I don't know what his name was, but I know that Charlie Bronson was what everyone called him. Yeah, it was Michael something. Um, Michael Myers. Yeah. Based um, off the uh off of course 70s actor Charles Bronson. Yes. Um who was in like a whole bunch of action films and shit and I guess they were like, "Hey, you're like Charlie Bronson because you beat up the fucking prison guards or whatever." Yeah. Yep. <laughs> But I love, I, I just briefly on to Bronson, I kind of love the concept of this guy who was so unable to, like, deal with society that he basically would purposely get himself put back in jail because it was his happy mm-hmm. place, pretty much. Yeah, it was his happy place. It was absolutely, what a fucking brilliant movie. Yeah, actually, oh, oh yeah. my God. I guess I must have had a day off because I watched that movie, Jennifer's Body, and this movie all in the same day. Well, there you go. Yeah, I am living. There, there you go. Um, so, uh, and I also noticed the nurse is chain smoking, but in a way that no one in the seventies would have noticed. Um, I'm like, I'm like that. I'm like that actress has never smoked a cigarette. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I mean, it was the seventies. I think everyone was fucking smoking back then. Yeah. That makes like sense. it was, well, she's bad it was bad. It was so bad in the fucking seventies and eighties. Everyone was always smoking. Yeah. Like. And bushing. I will t- well, I mean, those who had bushes, I mean, you know, men <laughs> had their, you know, yeah. their, I mean, they had their little fucking Elliot Gould hair going too, but, you know, right. um, uh, but yeah, no, um, so, uh, they get there, there's all patients wandering in the rain, and I love that she's like, they let them out, it's like, it's pouring rain, I don't think someone let them yeah, just they wander in their out. hospital gowns in the rain, <laughs> Uh, it's funny too, like, because he goes, he runs up to the gate. Loomis does, like, but he never even presses actually the intercom in order to like get a hold of someone at the psych ward. You know what I mean? I don't know. It was mm-hmm. just, I was like, it was the seventies. Like, they had tin cans instead of a bug. <laughs> on the end of his tin cans at the end of his string. <laughs> I love that. And so a patient jumps on top of the car. He reaches and tries grabbing her. She presses on the gas and uh, he ends up uh, stealing the car. Michael Myers steals the car. No, this patient yep. steals the car. Yeah, yeah. And um, how does he know how to drive? Um, you know, oh, yeah. has basically been a, a thing forever. Um. Yep. And then Dr. Loomis is like, the evil is gone. And then the they cut to a gone. suburban neighborhood. Hallow- 
Halloween, uh, Haddonfield on Halloween, cueing the ominous piano music. Chelsea, take it away. I know you want me to sing. I'm like, I'll do the whole thing. I w- um, no, I want you to talk about the movie. I don't <laughs> So Lori comes out of a house with a bunch of books. Um, she's been instructed by her father to put um, drop keys off at the Myers place because I guess they're in real estate. Um, uh, yeah. This is not a pretty house, the Myers house. Um, yeah. Her dad, she by the way. Forget. Yes. I, w- I was going to say that her dad, by the way, is played by Peter Griffith. Um, who uh, we all know from Family Guy, but um, who else? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who, um, not only was he the former Hedron, uh, the former Hedron, uh, the former husband of Tippy Hedron, um, yeah. but he also was the the father of Melanie Griffith. Oh shit balls! Yeah, I didn't know that. So yeah, so yeah, we, yeah. we meet Tommy. We meet Tommy, who is I guess a kid in the neighborhood who um, Lori babysits. There's a bunch of jack o' lanterns. I wonder why. I wonder why, like, what was the relevance of just, you know, the jack-o'-lanterns? I get the whole Halloween fucking thing and all that. But, like, well, you know, I think that maybe John Carpenter was like, we got pumpkins. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, no. Like, back when I was a, little, when I was a kid, um, there were fucking jack-o'-lanterns in, like, every house in the neighborhood and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's still the case. But I'm like, you know, it became such a... Such a big thing, the jack o' lantern, like with every like reboot of the movie afterward mm. too. But I was, I had this like, I like to imagine that with it being an indie film, that John Carpenter was like, "Mom, mom, got any pumpkins?" There's just this shot, just like it, it's missing something, and that's how it started. <laughs> you know, like that's what I imagine in my yeah. Head. <laughs> it's um, I I and and as I was gonna say, I think the music does so much work in this scene because oh, it's absolutely. like this idyllic. Idyllic, like safe. Yeah, the music is the star of the fucking movie. The score. Yeah, like I would, I would legit say the score probably should should get like fucking billing over Donald Pleasance. Like the (laughs) the score is the fucking star of this film. No, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Tommy is going to be babysat again by Lori, and he wants to make jack lanterns, and he wants to be read to. It's just like this kid asks a lot of this girl. Um, but, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, so that's well, the well you've, you've been a babysitter. Is is that is that the type of thing? I was gonna say, like, you've been a babysitter. Is that the type of thing, like, little kids would ask if you were babysitting them on Halloween? Or well, you did in the city, but I mean, like, say, yeah. like, up in uh, MA. Mm-hmm. The um. The yeah no I mean we grew up trick or treating and stuff and when I babysat here um, the yeah they they definitely want to do more like simple and um, simple but specific things like this Tommy kid wants to do mm-hmm. like jack o' lanterns reading blah 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 whereas like the city kids are just like I need to go to Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, so you're not supposed to go to the Myers house. It's the spook house. She drops the key. Tommy's like, no, don't go up there. Don't go up there. Um, I guess, oh, like, what's his, uh, awful stuff happened there. And Tommy's scared. And then we see Michael, like, through the door of the Myers house um, as Jamie Lee Curtis I- drops the key off. Was there a house like that in your neighborhood? Because there was in mine where all the kids didn't go. It was my house. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was my house. Um, yeah, no, there yeah. was there was one house. We, it didn't have any history behind it. We just knew to not like it was overgrown, and like the fucking door had bushes in front of it, and oh, it yeah. was just like we're yeah. all like I, I guess someone it, it, maybe it had not been sold or someone old was there yeah. who couldn't maintain it. I I don't, like, we don't know the history of it. Yeah, we, yeah, we're I wild don't... too. That's I think is fascinating. And I didn't believe my mother the million times that she tells me that people live there. Right across the street from my mother's, where, where I am now, is the most terrifying house I've seen in my fucking life. It has the Amityville fucking, like, windows. And, like, there's mm-hmm. just plastic wrap over broken windows. And, like, it always is going in the wind. And I, like, remember a couple years ago when my mom moved here, the I was like, that's an abandoned house. I gotta go in there. You know? And she was like, no, people live there. I was like, they don't fucking live there. And people live there. It's terrifying. <laughs> It's literally across the street from me right now. <laughs> you know, the funny thing about that is that, like, as a little kid, you think that's a haunted house. As an adult, my first thought is, well, people are probably making meth in there. Definitely. Like, from you telling me that. Like, crack den. it's, crack den, crack den, it's crack kind den. of funny how, like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of funny how, like, your fucking uh, perception on stuff changes as you get older. Because as a little kid, you're totally like, oh, my God, that's a ghoster there. And now you're like, yeah, there's people smoking crack who'll stab me if I go in there now. <laughs> like, this is a murder house. It is. Um, uh, yeah. What the fuck happens next? So oh, Michael's, looking, uh, Michael's looking at them from uh, over. Yeah. We see the over the shoulder mm-hmm. of you. And heavy breathing. I'm like, yeah, so like, we. I'm like, I'm like, did Darth Vader steal this from Michael Myers or was it the opposite? <laughs> no, uh, Darth Vader was first. Um, okay. <laughs> but breathing, but, but Darth Vader's through a respirator. Michael Myers oh, is know. just what you sound like when you're in a William Shatner mask. Um, right. Oh, yeah. I read that too that like there was no specific plan as to what his mask was supposed to look like, and it was like something from a fucking dollar store or something. Yeah. Yeah, they bought a Captain Kirk mask for two dollars, and right. then they just went and like spray they spray painted it to make it look a little less like William Shatner, but you can still tell. That's so funny. You remember when we saw William Shatner from afar, and we were like, "He's looked like that his entire life." <laughs> <laughs> um. So, go ahead. Uh, we cut to Doctor Loomis, and he's arguing uh, with people about how no one listened to how dangerous Michael is, and. Uh, they say Haddonfield's 150 miles away. Um, uh, you know, he doesn't even know how to drive, to which Dr. Loomis is like, well, someone here must have given him lessons because he was driving very well last night. I missed that entirely. Yeah. Well, there <laughs> you go. So so let's cut to uh, a scene that we tend to talk about a lot are people in classrooms. Like the Peanuts adult voice. Um you know how all the adults in the Peanuts comics go, wah, 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 wah. Yeah, I yeah, I know. hated the fucking, I said, this teacher's voice is the most boring fucking voice ever. Like, <laughs> you know, she's just completely monotone. Like, I'm like, that's the psych ward is this classroom if you have to listen to that fucking teacher all day. That was my opinion. <laughs> You've never had a teacher that spoke like that, though? Because I've, ha- I've had a few over the years. No, never. I've definitely had a few. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've had some great teachers, but I've also had some teachers that, like, you know, I was, that was the thing. Like, if you were a great, a great teacher, I would be engaged. I would be into what you're talking about. But, you know, as one of, like, the bad kids who didn't pay attention, there were plenty of teachers that, to me, sounded exactly like that. So and those crazy. would be the ones where I was like, I'm, that would, those would be the ones where I'm like, well, I'm going to yeah. clip my toenails in class, you know. I'm going to clip my toenails. I used to, because I hated, I hated math so much. 
um, my sixth grade math teacher, Mrs. Costa, she was a sweetheart, but I was like, I don't want to be here. And I wanted any excuse to go down to like the theater or the band room or something. You know, Mm -hmm. I used to sit there and pull out my eyebrows. So she thought I was nuts and send me to the nurse. And then I'd go to the band room. Oh, so I didn't have, and then I didn't realize that it would take so long for eyebrows to grow back. I did not know. <laughs> I have regret. <laughs> yeah, well, I was gonna say now. Now that's just something you do as part of your job. To learn. It's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah. But I would just sit there catatonically just to fuck with her and be like, Chelsea, okay, just go. <laughs> <laughs> Still wound up with an A. I think she was afraid of me. I should have known back then I'd wind up in horror. Um, mm. So we're at grammar school. This, uh, the bell rings. Oh, Someone's at, bullying we're, Tommy. We're at, we're at, at high at high school. Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. I guess that's first. But yeah. someone's bullying Tommy right after this, right? Didn't they go from, like, school to school? Yeah, they went from... They went... It, it's a weird cut, because they go to a different school. Yeah. Um, Samuels is saying about, like, elements and fate never changes. And then, so we see the car that Michael stole for a second, and Lori's just like, what the fuck? And then the next time we go back to that window, that car is not there. Um, I yeah. never read what it says on the side of the thing. It says for official use only, but I was like, that's just a hearse. Illinois, right State, Ill- Illinois State Health Department, that's all. No, I was like, that's a hearse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I never wrote down what that, so that's good to know, because it was bugging me the whole time. Um, so yeah, now we yeah. get to the grammar Yeah, we school. see Michael for the first time here, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I was, I was going to say, we also learn here that, um, uh, that Lori is a good student. Yes. I mean, you can't tell by the way she carries books and is responsible <laughs> and does errands for her father that she shouldn't have to do. Yeah, I'm going to send my kid to the fucking scary crack house on the street. Can you do this <laughs> for me? Thanks, honey. Parent in of the fairness, year. Crack was, in fairness, crack wasn't invented till the 80s. <laughs> Why do you know that? <laughs> yeah, no, and it was inv- invented in, um, in Bushwick. Oh, no way. Yeah, That's birthplace of crack. weird. Birth- mm-hmm. That explains why everyone moved to Bushwick. <laughs> <laughs> Just the best crack is out here in Bushwick. This if you, if you go on, if you go, if you go to the dealer Yelp reviews, <laughs> <you'll see. laughs> that's fucking I was, funny. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say it, but I just uh, a really funny idea of a dealer uh, Yelp review popped in my head. But you were going to send it to me immediately afterward. Oh, shit balls. Yeah, someone we both know that I'll just say that person bought drugs and told us about it. And I just immediately thought of, <laughs> you know yes. who I'm talking about. No, but, no, yeah. you're going to text me about it. Because most people don't, well, because most people don't, it's a weird thing. Like, most people don't tell you about their, their drug deals and the details of them, and this person did. And now I'm immediately imagining the Yelp review this person would have, like, written. <laughs> Fucking well, of course you are. You're fucking brain, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm like, you know, they they kept complaining about how I how I shut the door. Um, but oh, uh, oh, <laughs> yes. oh. <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm only giving them two stars. <laughs> no, yeah, we fucking called Bronson. I'm Charlie Bronson. <laughs> this is my Yelp review. <laughs> Don't oh man, but anyway, so Tommy <laughs> Tommy has a giant fucking pumpkin that's way bigger than he is. <laughs> <laughs> and someone smashes the pumpkin, which is not nice. Don't bully. Bullies are bad. Don't do In it. In fairness, 
in fairness, as someone who is not a great kid, I'm just like, if you're carrying a pumpkin, if you are carrying a pumpkin that big around in elementary school, you're pretty much putting a sign on your back that says, bullies, come smash this. Smash my pumpkin, bitch. <laughs> yes. And then fucking, you know, and and thus, and, and sitting in, sitting, you know, fucking 20 feet away was Billy Corgan. Totally inspired <laughs> yeah, to go and and lose all of his to lose all of his money in the NWA. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> so uh, one of the Billy kids is grabbed by Michael because um, in the seventies, adults in boiler suit outfits and William Shatner masks could just walk onto school property. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And the funny thing was, the funny thing was, like, so I didn't go to school in the 70s. I went to school in the 80s, but I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, actually, yeah, they totally probably wouldn't have stopped an adult in a William Shatner mask just wandering onto the fucking play, like, field. Like, did someone, like, oh, so this year for this school assembly, we went with the cheap clown company, and so why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, a, it, it was the weirdest fucking thing. It was, like, until... Like, the fucking, like, you know, satanic panic started and everything. Security around schools was so fucking lax. Like, your parent yeah. could just walk, or, like, your brother or sister, like, if they were older, could just wander onto school property and no right. one would tell them to leave. Or someone in the faculty and staff could have been, like, like look at Michael Myers in this elementary school and be like, well, you know, that's a different approach to having the school patrol officer. Like, okay. Like, so they got rid of the guns, but he has that big knife. He'll keep us safe. <laughs> you know, like, I, I just, I, I, I figure if we're looking at it logically, one of them was probably like, oh, that's probably one of the kid's older brothers getting ready for Halloween. Yeah, entirely. But the thing is, too, is like, you know, the big thing is that he's blending in because it's Halloween because everyone's dressed up for Halloween. But, yeah. But... Michael Myers was not a Halloween costume at that point. So if someone so say that he spoke or something, and someone was like, "What are you supposed to be? What would he supposed to be? What like what are you dressed up as? What what is he supposed to be? It would just be <sighs> that would be the answer. I read somewhere. <laughs> you know? I read somewhere. I'm not going to scroll down because it's at the bottom. But like he does speak in like in the whole franchise, but it's not until like the third movie or something. The third movie he's not even in. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I don't want to so, scroll all the way down because I'm lazy, and that means I have to scroll all the way back up. But there's a specific movie where Michael Myers speaks. <laughs> if, if, if I have never seen Michael Myers speak, so it might have been part six because I've never seen that one. All right, guess what? Because part five scrolling part, all the way down because I part five was just such a piece of shit that I was like Michael didn't out speak until point. 2007 in Halloween 2007, and then in 2009 in Halloween two he spoke again. Yeah, so you that's know. what the internet says, so it has to be true. Yeah, well, that's that probably should have saved for next week when we cover that movie. <laughs> you know what, Charles? I just, I need, it was bugging me. <laughs> I needed to fucking figure this out. Now I'm scrolling all the way back up. Well, yeah, everyone forget that detail because next week it'll be important. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that never happened. Mom, you fucked up again. Why did you make me say that? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're, um, so, and he starts driving following the kid, which, um, I don't know if that, I'm, I'm, has, that's happened to you, right? When you were a kid? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Keep talking because yeah. it'll I, help me get back to the place in the notes. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, I think every, every little kid has had some sort of weird stranger following them slowly in a car. Yeah. Uh, like while you're walking down the sidewalk. Cause I, I remember that a few times and yeah. um, I remember there's like fucking uh, like 
it was like a station wagon filled with like a bunch of like fucking, you know, like guys who looked like stereotypical like seventies gang members who asked if I needed a ride, and I was like, no, that's 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 all right. No, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, you it's, it's, it's well, I didn't trust anybody. Like, is oh yeah, you you're, know, I mean, you're, you're born and bred New Yorker. You're born not yeah, trusting even your own mother's exactly. vagina. You know, well, I mean, you've heard about my mother. I there's a reason I wouldn't trust my mother's vagina. <laughs> but from um, birth, you're like, I don't trust you. Like, you yeah, came out, I imagine that, that you came out with words. your face like this. Like you were born not crying. You were just like skeptical. <laughs> you know, but um. Oh man, there's a scene in um the Buffy show where a character's mother becomes a vampire and uh makes a comment about how like, you know, you spe- and and then his like mother comes on to him and like tries to like force herself on him Some and goes on shit. about how yeah, about how you've you've been a mo- a mommy's boy your whole life. I'm just giving you what you've really always wanted to do all this time. <laughs> and, uh, um, that's going to be a no from me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, fucked you know, up. It's, it, yeah, no, there was this line that I heard that someone talked about how, like, men... Um, I, and, you know, obviously this can be applied to women who are into women, too. But it's like, we spend, you know, nine months not wanting to come out and then our rest of our lives trying to get back in. <laughs> oh, 100%. Um, uh, 100%. Yeah, you know... <laughs> absolutely that's funny i like that yeah i forget i wish i could i could credit who said that but i remember that line and it stuck with me for like the, my whole life and i've, I've always loved that that's really um, funny that's really yeah. funny yeah you gotta figure yeah. you gotta find out what that is so yeah so he is following this tommy kid in this weird hearse thing um uh, la, 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 i found it <laughs> where i was uh so donald pleasant is at the payphone um, yeah, he's and he just has this gut feeling that you know he's coming to Haddonfield. I'm his doctor. You have to be ready for him. If you don't, it's your funeral. Um, yeah. So the truck is there's a truck with an open door off the road by the payphone next to the train tracks. Uh, it says Phelps Garage, um, and there are randomly white sheets all about there. And uh, I, I wrote, "Why is so so?" Doctor Loomis, uh, Loomis, Dexter Loomis, Looms Loomis, right? That's well, his name. well, that's what. They named him Dexter Loomis, not only after the show Dexter, but also Dr. Loomis from Halloween. I didn't know that. How yeah. you doing, Sean? How you doing? Kinda, you happy in your kinda, marriage? Um, <laughs> I, I was going to say, kind of weird to think that there was an actress whose last name was Loomis in this film, too. Like, that's a weird yeah, coincidence. Yeah, that's fucking weird. So I wrote... That's that, the like, type of thing... Go oh, oh, God. I'll, I'll just... I was to say, you know me well enough to know that's the type of thing that would have actually made me change the character's name. Oh, 100%. Yeah, because no, you know, that, you know, I hate shit like that so much. No so I would have, yeah, that, you know, like, yeah. like that's such a quick change. Like, are you, what? Why? So anyway, uh, uh, Donald Pleasance goes over to this Phelps Garage um, uh, truck that's just gone careening off the road with the door open, and there's a bunch of white sheets there. And this is this this is funny. This is funny. He starts folding the sheets. I'm like, why is he folding the sheet? <laughs> Which I, I thought was I hilarious. Was, I thought that was the hospital gown. That Michael was wearing. No, it was, there was like there was a bunch of like actual sheets, and I think that like mm. I, I was like he doesn't know how to fold a fitted sheet. I bet, but I, oh, and then I put a side note. I was like, learn how to fold a fitted sheet. Thank you. Um, so rabbit in red. What's that say? Matchbox. Oh, he finds a matchbox that says rabbit in red, and, and like is obviously triggered knowing that it's Michael somehow, and he runs, yeah. and then we get the slow pan to if he had just gone like two feet. 
to his left, there's a fucking body, like, just right there. And I went, poor Phelps, Phelps dead. <laughs> um, then we meet these bullies, these mean girls. Um, oh, wait, no, oh, fuck, oh, no, oh, no, bad Chelsea. I wrote, oh, no, that's just Lori. <laughs> because yeah. they were talking shit about someone, and they weren't in focus, you know? I was like, oh, no, here, here yeah. come the people who are going to beat up, like, Lori or something. I was like, oh, yeah. no, that's her friends. Yeah, she's there. She's there with uh, PJ Souls, who um, yes. once again, as I said, uh, fresh from Carrie, they she just took off her red hat, and uh, you know, nice. Yep. <laughs> no, it's true. Hold on, hold on, mom, mom, mom. So, Is there me, any uh... batter left <laughs> for the fucking cranberry bread? <laughs> Plenty of batter. It's it's October, okay, October. I just wanted to lick the bowl of the batter when you're done. That's all. I'm still working. <laughs> okay, love you. <laughs> so PJ Souls is um, she's playing Linda, who's a cheerleader, and she's complaining about her routine, basically all the shit she has to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Lori is like, "I have nothing to do." <laughs> Can you imagine saying that or being like, "I have nothing to do." And, like, have well, you ever I mean, had nothing to do? I mean, they're in high school, um, I guess. Yeah, when I was younger, definitely. I mean, you know me now. I have my, like, insane, unhealthy work ethic where I'm oh, yeah, same. literally doing stuff at every fucking moment. Like, you moment. can't stop or you'll die. <laughs> you, you know? know when, yeah. when you and I are texting each other where I'm like, all right, well, you're not getting home till one. Can we just podcast then so we can get to it? Like, you know, I was like, that no. Shows that we, we don't <laughs> comprehend the idea of not having something to do. It's like, <laughs> like and I would have done it if I wasn't, like, in personal crisis mode. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I would have exactly, done it. <laughs> yeah, but that's exactly the thing is, like, you know, when when you're in certain industries, or certain like lifestyles, it's like free time is considered like a failure of your scheduling. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah I always, I always think like you know, uh, excuse me, that's what I think. Except for like you know when I like in the mornings, I'm always up really early and all that um, to take care of the animals. But I really enjoy then like watching TV and maybe going back to bed for like half an hour in the morning. And but I only do that when I realize oh I have time to do it. I have time to do this. But then you, I wind up feeling guilty about fucking doing it, even though I deserve it. And I'll be like, oh, I have another half hour. Here's my list of things I have not done yet. Oh my God. Yay. I can do things. I can keep doing things. And you just are mm. grateful to be like, be able to just keep working. You know? Well, Linda, Linda says to Lori, when she's like, I have nothing to do, she goes, it's your own fault. And I don't feel sorry for you. Oh, fuck yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and then Annie Annie joins them, and her boyfriend is grounded for throwing eggs and soaping windows. Her boyfriend is... Um, so Halloween has this great tradition of... And, and it's in the, the it's in one of the scenes here, too, where they's like, oh, he killed a dog that we don't see. Um, Halloween has a tradition of having characters that get mentioned that we never, ever see. That's hilarious. Because in Halloween 4, there's um, an angry mob, like, um, looking through the town, trying to kill, you know, angry mobs of form trying to kill Michael, because that's the shit that would happen if a bunch of, you know, a psycho comes to town and fucking kills a bunch of teenage girls. Of course, angry fucking lynch mobs would be forming. And they shoot at a bush and then look down and are like, oh, man, we got, I don't know, George or whatever the fuck the character's name is. But there is no George in the movie. You never see George. Do they do this on purpose? And 
I just wonder, it's like, did they even hire someone named George or did they just tell them to look down in the bushes and be like, it's obviously oh, God not it. like It's obviously not something where, you know, they're cutting a bunch of scenes in order to, like, shrink it down. They had to shoot yeah. more scenes. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who the so fuck is George? Is George about, okay? <laughs> yeah, so there's all this about her, her, about Annie's boyfriend. We never see Annie's boyfriend, even though he has mentioned multiple, multiple times I in think this that film. she just made it up because, like, she's a horror. Like, I just hated her. I was like, she can't have a boyfriend. She's just making it up. <laughs> 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 this, this guy is well, not real. Considering her boyfriend was grounded for throwing eggs and soaping windows. So, you know, it's probably, you know, soap, an approach. Soap on windows is bad. Her boyfriend was probably John Travolta from uh, <laughs> from Carrie. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. That's so funny. That's no. funny. Because it's all one universe. Um, it's all connected. <laughs> Everything is, every movie is connected. Exactly. Um, PJ Souls just changed her name and transferred schools. Yes. After the Carrie incident. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And then it goes into Mean Girls and then it goes into Jennifer's body. It's all the same high school somehow. Have you seen, by the way, have you seen, by the way, and then uh, we'll take a pee break after this one um, or a commercial break for those of you who uh, are not us. Um, so um, <laughs> have you seen the uh, the commercials for the new um, uh, the remake, the musical remake of Mean Girls, by the way, which they don't tell you it's a musical. Broadway. It was a Broadway musical, yeah. and now but, they made a movie. Oh, shit, my laptop died. We are going to take a break. <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, no, continue. Yeah, well, they don't tell you that it's uh, it's a musical, by the way, in the commercial, but they're like, it's not your mother's uh, Mean Girls. And I'm like, I saw an article that did the math. And it's like, anyone who was a mother when the original Mean Girls came out, their daughter is like 10. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, fucking, yeah. No, it's a TV series, TV series, movie musical. It was cool that like they brought back like Tina Fey in the same role and stuff like that. But I mean, Chelsea, she fucking made the movie. Of course, she's back. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, that that's like twenty years from now. Someone's like, yeah, they wanted to remake Bishop's Cove, and Charles and Chelsea showed up. Isn't that great? Shut the fuck up, Charles. You know. <laughs> <laughs> No, but what's crazy, too, is that, so, you know, in the original Mean Girls, I'm going to go on fun facts about Mean Girls because my computer's dead and I can't talk about Halloween. Um, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, the, you know, uh, uh, Rachel, Rachel McAdams, who, you know, played Regina George, her mother is Amy Poehler, and I guess that, like, that Amy Poehler and, um, and Rachel McAdams are, like, the same age. Mm. And she played her mom. Isn't that fucked up? Can you imagine being Amy Poehler? She'd be like, oh, well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say, I won't give ages, but we had someone uh, with a similar complaint on our film. But they look... They oh, look yeah, they look visibly like a different age, but they're actually like way closer in age than they look. Um, fucking Christ. But, I'm going to have to think long and hard about this while I pee and charge my laptop. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we will be back in uh, in uh, 2 and 2 for those of you uh, watching on YouTube where you get to see a little preview of uh, Bishop's Cove on uh, oh, December 16th, 9pm at uh, Film Noir Cinema. And those of you listening on Spotify will just hear The Void! And it'll be Do as we though not have we a never sponsor? left. God damn it! It'll be as though we <laughs> never left. Um... <laughs> Yes. Well, well, you know, um, so anyway, people, uh, we will see you in uh, a moment. And we're back. Are we? Balderdash. <laughs> Balderdash.
Yeah, so I have to find where we were in our notes. I know we were just talking about how um, Lori uh, forgot her uh, textbook. Um, when oh, her Annie chemistry came... book. She has to go back and get her chemistry book? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were right, we were no, right back there. I thought it was Annie right... who forgot her chemistry book. Uh, no, no. It was definitely Lori. Uh-huh. Annie, Annie says that she forgets all of her books because she doesn't get... Oh, no. Oh, it's Linda yeah. who says... She forgets Linda. all of her books because she doesn't wrote, give a shit. Oh, no, I don't need books. And I said, LOL, she's got to die. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then Michael drives by and Annie starts yelling at him for speeding and... Speed kills! Yeah. Yeah, so here's... So, yeah, so here's exactly where they go into their whole plan about how apparently Annie only babysits so that she can fuck her boyfriend there. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. And Makes how apparently... How apparently she invites Linda over so she so she can fuck her boyfriend too. So she can which fuck is, her boyfriend too. <laughs> which is the thing that I'm like, you know, wait a minute. Like that's weird to me. Yeah. So now, but we already went over the, that. Yeah. We did. This is Charles's biggest conundrum with this film. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm just like, wait a minute, like that's that's that seems rude to me. To go and like It's disrespectful, just, but kids yeah. suck, so yeah, you know. Yeah, I'll be honest. It's outlandish. I, I, I've I've totally fucked over somebody else's house when they didn't know that I was like there. <laughs> what do you mean you've never broken into your friends' houses and fucked? No, people? I've never. No, no. <laughs> no, I've I'm never making broke, a joke. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I've never broken into a friend's house, but if someone was like, "Hey, can you help me move something or whatever?" and I was with my girlfriend, I was like, "Sure." Uh, I got there early. They're not here. All right. Also, you need <laughs> new. You need new sheets, by the way. I don't know what's on them. <laughs> you know, no, it's usually like against the wall or something. <laughs> we're getting into the nitty gritty details. All right, so that was Halloween. Now we're going to talk about Charles' <laughs> sex life. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. Because I don't like. I don't like hearing like we had sex and things went well stories. Those are not amusing to me. You just want them to, me, to go horribly wrong. Yes, yes. Like, to me, it's a lot more, you know, hey, I had sex with a mother and daughter, and then they turned out to be Scientologists, so I had to leave because <clears throat> I was like, what the fuck? That's creepy. That's a fun story. Hearing, like, That's such you know, a fun I went, story. Hearing, I, yeah, I went and I banged this girl, and it went out, went great, and she was hot. Who the hell wants to hear that? Yeah, no, that's. I, I just zoned out. Like you, you just went womp 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 because it was a good story. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> exactly, exactly. When it's a story that's just like it goes well and it's just bragging, then who the fuck ever needs to hear that? No, nobody needs to hear that. On the Golden but, Bachelor, there the one there is a contestant who was just like, you know what you need to do? Talking to another one of the like contestants, she goes. And all these women, of course, are like in their 70s, 60s and 70s. And she goes, you know what you need to do? Oh, Just so that's why it's it. golden. Okay. I was wondering. Yeah, like, they're all I old. Like, it's I was like, I was like really is there good. like a, a golden shower is promised at the end or something? Yes. So it's who <laughs> urinates the longest wins. <laughs> that, that's um, that's oh, what I was thinking. I was, <clears throat> I, 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 was <laughs> like, I was like, wait, so is it people in the bachelor with like a, like a pee fetish or something? And. <laughs> so the you don't kink wins. shame them, but you're you're kink shaming me for my shit on the floor. I mean, come on, Charles. <laughs> hey, All right, let's do this actually, before my computer dies again. <laughs> there is a very distinct difference between pee and poo as far as fetishes. Oh, go. I am very well aware. Yes, yes. A friend, me and me and one of my exes had a whole discussion about that, about how we're generally perverts, but we're not into poop at all. And the reason we figured out why we can't is not only does it smell bad, but you can't just poop in the shower. Because you'll clog your drain. 
And anything you can't do in the shower and then wash away the evidence of... Should not be a sexual it, thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, if you poop in the shower and you try to wash that away, you're going to clog your drain and have to call a fucking plumber. And now you have to explain that to the fucking plumber. <laughs> so, you know. That's just a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like we, Me and her both figured out that's why that fetish doesn't work. Because it's the most... It's the fetish you really have to, like, be dedicated to. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, no, fuck that. That's disgusting. I mean, you know this, that, like, nothing really bothers me with, like, bodily functions. Like, pe- like if I- taking care of someone, like, the elderly or, like, children while babysitting people who are still in diapers, other people's poop does not bother me. The only thing that bothers me is my own poop, which is so weird. Like, when you wipe and you get a little bit on your hand, that's the most disgusting thing in the world to me, and I don't know why. I don't know. Other people's poop is fine when it's like, I mean, it's not something I'm into, yeah, I was gonna you say, know what I mean? I want, I want nothing to do with other people's poop at all. <laughs> <laughs> at all. Well, you know, my, my, like, again, I was telling my mom on the break, I was like, Mom, we just keep talking about you, though. <laughs> We're talking about 70s underwear. I was like, my mom has that. And she was like, what do you mean? I was like, like, your underwear. And she said, you said, oh, she said that on air. And I said, I did. And she said, well, you know, cotton's good for the vag. I was like, I'm saying that on air when we come back. And she was like, no, you're not. I was like, I'm going to. <laughs> and I just did. <laughs> oh, no. So, um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I just, I just keep thinking about this, about like babysitters just being like, hey, come on over and, and. What else are babysitters doing? Is that where they have a- they take acid? Is like what's you know? I mean, I'm not admitting that I've done a similar thing while babysitting, but yes. <laughs> really, really, wow. I, well, you can like see, get away but- with things too, especially with the like modern con- like the modern generation of babysitters and and these children, especially New York City kids, which are just the a different kind of breed of children. Well, yes, you know, yes. I mean, you know, I, as one. I, I was yes. one of them. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So, but they're so fucking smart and so jaded and like all this shit. And I'm like, you're three. You are three. <laughs> we totally were. <laughs> and they're like, and they're like, they're like, or no, they'll be like three to five years old and be like, for Christmas, Santa brought me a like a Barbie Jeep, but I wanted a Barbie Mercedes, and I asked him to take it back. <laughs> Well, that you just know. sounds like that just sounds like an Upper West Side problem. Yeah, <laughs> it was very, on the Upper West Side. It yeah, was, was on the Upper say, West Side. Not so much a little kid problem. That's a kid with privilege. But the problem. New York City kids are so fucking smart. That's what I'm saying. They're just mm. a different breed where you can get away with being like, you know what, you know, you know that you love me as a babysitter because I let you do things that your parents don't let you do. And then what I would do is just give the kid my phone to play games and take a nap. Well, that I've heard. I've definitely heard. Um, you know, like a, a, back when I was in high school, a girl being like, hey, don't tell your mom I'm bringing him over and I'll let you do this or that. Yep. You exactly. know, I but, just, um, I'm like, I'm like, here's my phone. I'm going to bed. <laughs> but now right, I, yes. now I wonder now if like Deborah Hill, when she was a teenager, <coughs> was, was she letting her friends come over to fuck in the other room when she was babysitting? The answer is yes, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I guess that must have been a thing in the 60s then. Um, so anyway, so Linda leaves because she's going to have to take her little brother trick-or-treating. Right. Um, It never actually does that. Well, they don't show it, but I assume (laughs) she does because she does show up with her boyfriend later. But Um, Annie doesn't, Annie doesn't take the kid out and Lori doesn't take Tommy out trick-or-treating. Yeah, yeah. Yes, continue. Annie, Annie is not a great babysitter, actually. Annie's not a great actress, sorry. (laughs) In this, you know. Mm. I was like, I hate her. <laughs> um, so, 
Yeah, where are we? So I um, hate a guy with a car and no sense of humor. That just stuck yeah. out to me. I, which I don't understand, but, you know. So uh, Michael is watching them as they're walking down the street, and then he disappears into the bushes when Annie looks up. And uh, Annie goes over mm-hmm. to check. After well, Lori, Lori said, well, oh. yeah, Lori sees Michael Myers in the hedges. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and he just basically is just a terrible friend too. Like Lori's obviously concerned, and you're like, "You're fucking crazy." I'm like, "That's not a friend, Lori. You need to get away from that girl." You know, Lori. He wants to talk to you. He wants to take you out tonight. And Lori comes over, and there's no one there. And, you know, poor Lori, scared another, scared another one away. Yes. And then Laurie says, guys think I'm too smart. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and I don't. I, I think you're a wacko seeing men behind bushes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, here, here's where I noticed. Horrible. Oh, go on. <laughs> no. Here's where I noticed horrible. Jamie Lee Curtis has a leaf in her hair, and they didn't actually remove it. Um, no, they didn't. Yeah. yeah. I saw that, too. Yeah. So Laurie looks behind her and all this shit. Um, my Mr. Brackets scares her. Who's Mr. Brackets? That's uh, Annie's dad. Oh. Okay, yeah, cool. Which, it's kind of confusing they call him that, even though she would call him that. She wouldn't call him Sheriff Bracket. But... Oh, yes, that's yeah. the only time I said Bracket. I called him Mockery. I said Lamb Chop Mock. Like, a mockery of lamb chops or mutton chops. That's what I called him for the rest of the movie. Yeah. But, he had um, bad sideburns. <laughs> well, that was the 70s. That was a very mutton common chops, fucking Lamb Chops, Lamb Chops. So I called him... Yeah. I said him Lamb, lamb Chop Mock. That's what I called him. Was it me or did he appear to be kind of drunk when she ran into him? At least the way he was acting. It seemed like the character was drunk. It probably was. He was just like off with the sex worker in the motel next door when he got the call. I mean, that's what mm. happened, obviously. You know, yeah. no judgment here, especially from us. But like, <laughs> you know, so I'm with you. Yeah. So um, she's frightened and he, and he says, hey, it's Halloween. Everyone's entitled to one good scare. Um. And then she hears someone crying, and it turns out it's little kids. And she uh, she uh, talks to herself the way your dad talks to you and calls herself kiddo. <laughs> yeah, that was really interesting. I was like, yeah. Paula Sage is in this movie. Yeah. Why is Paula Sage in this movie? <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote kiddo, thought you outgrew superstition, so let's go to CVS. <laughs> let's go to CVS, kiddo. How <laughs> yeah. do you, kiddo? CVS, kiddo. Dad, I so love she- you. So she has her windows wide open, and Michael is in the backyard. Even though where she's looking, she should not, where her eye line is, she shouldn't be able to see in the backyard. Oh, I know. I know. I really yeah. don't do it. So he's yeah, in the, her- the dryer hanging line in white sheets again, just how, like, Dr. Loomis was in white sheets earlier, right? Um, mm-hmm. um, uh, so he's there, and then he's not. I mean, it's the famous iconic scene that everyone knows. You know, like, that shot. Yeah. Everyone has seen that shot. Yeah. Um... Uh, she answers the phone and no one's there, but there's chewing noises. It's just a bad connection. Like, like we go through all this time and they, they call back, yeah. <laughs> call back and it's just Annie chewing. I had my mouth full and she's terrified. <laughs> I thought it was an obscene phone call. Now you hear obscene chewing. Now you hear so, obscene chewing. I wrote bad yeah. acting. Not from Lori ever. Uh, yeah. So she's getting so, picked up. So Annie's going to come and pick her up at 630 in her friend's mom's yeah. car. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's still holding the pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, and, and Annie, was funny. the thing that I noticed was Annie pulls up on the other side of the street instead of right in front of her. Yeah, what's up with that? Maybe they didn't have a permit for that side. Because Maybe. you always get permits. 
But still, it was just like, I was like, that's not a good friend. You don't park all the way. You park no, right in front of your a terrible friend. friend. Yeah. <laughs> so, at this point, um, Dr. Uh, Dr. Loomis uh, pulls up. And they're, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Loomis is at the cemetery uh, looking for the grave of Judith Myers. And it's missing! <laughs> um, you know, and the guy just thinks it's like a Halloween prank, which in fairness is the type of shit that I, you know, does happen in like fucking suburban. I mean, you know. nothing else better to do. We used to steal traffic cones because there was nothing else to do except for get pregnant or fucking do heroin in this town, we, you know? So- <laughs> we, we stole a fucking steamroller, so, like, you know. <laughs> Wait, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> of course, nobody else wanted to, like, run over cars with it, but, you know. Um, but that's, so that was me. you just did it all yourself. You were like, that's how I taught myself how to drive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not incriminating myself. Um, but, um... <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, and you know, and I love how the guy at the cemetery starts telling some weird story about a guy hacking up his family with a, uh, uh, a, uh, a hacksaw. You know, the thing yeah, that I found like, really oh, hi, interesting. Nice to meet you, sir. That's what you're going to start with. Okay. Yes. Continue. <laughs> the thing I found really interesting is that Lori is supposed to lead like this really repressed, um, girl, yet she's still smoking pot, which is like kind of. Yeah. I found that interesting. And then, of course, um, they, uh, they talk about how they have six straight hours of horror movies for little Lindsay Wallace. Mm-hmm. And uh, Annie sees her dad, and they throw out the joint. And all I keep thinking of, though, is so you've been driving with the fucking windows shut while smoking pot. Of course your you're dad's going to fucking... yourself. He's going to yeah, smell your it. Yeah, your dad's totally going to smell that when, uh, you know, when, when, you, uh, when he opens you... the window. Well, luckily for you, he's not going to pay attention to it because he's drunk and just left a sex worker <laughs> mistress next door. <laughs> <laughs> so, at this point, Dr. Loomis wants to talk to the sheriff, and I'm sorry, I kind of hate Michael comically driving behind him while he's talking. Oh, I While, know, while he's not sad. looking. That was, it's, it feels like the weird, like, the, a lot of 70s movies that are great have this one weird scene that I'm like, why is this in the film? And that's that moment for me, where I'm like, that's that's like something from a comedy, fucking Michael yeah, driving there's behind a couple, him. Absolutely. There's a couple it, of moments like that in this for me where it's like the director's like, just try this just for one take, and it made it into the final film. And you, can you drive by behind him just for this one take? <laughs> for me, it's kind. It, it reminds me of that scene in Carrie where it's the guys trying on the outfits, and it's this bad comedy for like two minutes. And yeah, this and otherwise I remember in that podcast film. you were like, and then this terrible thing happens. We're going to skip right over it. I was like, okay, copy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, they're talking about uh, what they're going to wear to the dance. And uh, Lori, I don't know, Lori can't, Lori is really fucking repressed, though. Yeah, she hasn't asked someone. Annie's teaching her how to, like, ask someone to do something. Like, yeah. That's dumb. Yeah, and um, she's into someone named Ben Tramer, another character we don't see in this. Correct. Yeah. Um, I said, how have they not noticed this car literally on their asses for miles? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Lori goes to her babysitting job, to, uh, so she takes off At the Doyle's Annie. place. At the Doyle's place, yep. Um, um, Interestingly, Michael's I don't know... Michael's just out with the trick-or-treaters. Yeah, I don't know if people, um, you know, if you know this, but, um, I mean, you probably do, but I was really amused that so many of the characters from Halloween Kills are the little kids from this movie. I did not know that. Yeah, like the guy who leads the angry mob is Tommy grown up. 
I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that just okay. That's really fucking yeah. cool. I and had no and idea. When, I love that they yeah. did that. Yeah, and the three girls who um you know get killed in the park. One of them is Linda, uh, not Linda. Um, uh, Lindsay, the little kid. That's wild. Yeah, so it's all them like you know in their twenties and shit. Um, that's fucking which, awesome. Yeah, which I thought was a really nice touch. Yeah, that's so cool. That's some shit that we'd do. We'd be like, well, we got to bring these kids back 33, 30 years later, you know? It's well, gotta, they didn't, it's, it's be not a part the same universe. I, I mean, it's not the same actors, but it's the same characters. Yeah. No, of yeah. course. Oh, I thought it was yeah. the same actors. I don't, I think, I think only one of them is. It might have been Lindsay. Because I, yeah. I know Anthony Michael Hall was not. Um, yeah, like Anthony Michael Hall was a fucking teenager in the eighties, and here he's yeah. play, and he plays Tommy in Halloween Kills. Um, oh yeah, holy fuckballs! That just goes to show too that it's been at least ten years since I saw this movie, and it was so much that I'd forgotten about. You know, mm-hmm. so now I want to go watch them all in order. No, Charles, don't get any podcast ideas. We're not watching every I Halloween even, movie. No, that's <laughs> certainly not a thing I'll do. Because there are some. There are some there are some great films in this franchise, and then there's some shit. Um, I will, in fact, I will go on record and say I think Halloween Ends is one of is absolutely fucking. You hated awful. that, yeah. You hated. I despise Ends. that movie, and mm-hmm. I also and also the one with fucking Buster Rhymes fucking kicking Michael's ass like Resurrection. Oh yeah, that with was trick fun. or treat, and motherfucker. And trick or treat, motherfucker. I'm like, you're not Sam Jackson. Shut the fuck up. Sit down, Buster. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. So. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, basically, so Lori's dropped off the door place, gets out of the car, um, and what I love about it is that Michael is just at their at the front fucking lawn while yeah, it's <laughs> like not insane, not, not doing a very good job of hiding himself behind a tree while. You know, fucking Lindsay's parents are there, not seeming to care that there's a weird man in a boiler outfit, like, just hanging out in their front lawn. Like, he's not looking for candy, he's not, like, he's just hanging out there glaring at them. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It was the 70s. (laughs) So, the sheriff drives Dr. Loomis to the Myers place, and they say no one has lived there since 1963 when it happened. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the... Another one of those. But they still enter without a warrant. That's funny. You know, they enter without a warrant. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Michael. still owned by the Myers. Yeah. Michael has killed a dog, um, but we don't see it. Um, Thank God. It's literally them just. Yeah, it's literally them just just looking down and saying, oh, like, you know, but Halloween does that a lot, as I said. Like, there's totally like, oh my God, look at that. Like, you know. We're on a budget. And, and and people will just say, like, Michael did this, Michael did that, and you'll never see it. And it's just yeah. there. Um, a man wouldn't do that. This isn't a man. Isn't um, so, Dr. Loomis is going over I, to Hold on, to, hold on, sidebar. I really hope that got picked up. My mother just went into the kitchen and did a really loud burp. <laughs> I really hope it comes up in the recording. So, yes. <laughs> Dr. Loomis is going over the crime in a piece of, I guess it's a piece of roofing that smashes the window or something. Um, yes. And oh, window crashes, a, yeah, yeah. He pulls out a gun, you must think of me, a very sinister doctor. <laughs> um, I do have a like, permit, no. though. I do have a permit. <laughs> you know. 
I met him 15 years. Oh, oh God. Years ago. Uh, 15 years no ago. No reason, no conscious. There's no reason, no conscious, no understanding. No understanding in, in life or death. Senses, right or wrong. Or I death. met this six-year-old <laughs> child with a blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to trying reach him. Trying to torch him. And then, oh, I won't torch him. To, That's funny. <laughs> no. And then another seven trying to um, get him locked up again. Because what those eyes, what was behind those eyes was purely evil. And simply evil. So, you know, the story behind that was John Carpenter. He's been Carpenter. here once tonight. Yeah, go ahead. John Carpenter, um, something happened where he was, like, um, uh, in a mental hospital. Not, he, like, they was touring it or something like that. Um, yeah. And he said he saw, like, this little kid who was just staring straight ahead. And he was like, it was the creepiest thing to ever see. Yeah. Like, and they say the, the kid didn't respond to anything. He was just like this. Catatonic. And apparently... Yeah, and apparently he had, like, killed someone or something like that. That was Michael Myers. <laughs> so, well, no, so they based the character on, on right. that. You know. That's so cool. I love shit like yeah. that. Um, and, uh... Where are well, we? I was gonna say, the sheriff, so the sheriff rightfully wants to put out a warning for him. Yeah. And Loomis is like, no, it'll create a panic and they'll see him on every corner, which is true. But also, if there's a murderer running around the fucking town... It's the really 70s, Charles. You really <laughs> should let people know that. <laughs> yeah, and right, and I'm thinking about it, too, if this is, like, existing in, like, normal society, which I think it's clearly this world is trying to do. 1978, we're at the height of American serial killers. They should know better, you know? They'd be like, hmm. fuck, we just got Dahmer. Like, yeah, they should put out a fucking... <laughs> no, they didn't get Dahmer. I was in fucking... I no, was he was in, killing like... people. He was killing people. Yeah, but no one knew. Yeah. no one knew about that. Okay, Dahmer, you mean, didn't. Yeah. yeah, Dahmer, you didn't know until I think maybe when I was in like fucking junior high or something. My point is, is that that's when every serial killer was happening. So I guess maybe they hadn't been caught yet. But you're right; they should have like been like, yeah. "Here's a curfew." There's this fucking creepy William Shatner yeah. dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, but even like, yeah, like I said, like they definitely should have like put out a warning. But as far as serial killers go, yeah, like Richard Ramirez hadn't even been a thing yet. Yeah, uh, yeah John Wayne Gacy, like. That was just, that was when crimes well, were happening. Had happened. Gacy yeah, had Gacy happened. was happening, but that was yeah. you know that was yeah. rare. It was a big. John Wayne Gacy was a big deal because that people didn't have any idea how extensive this shit was going on. Yeah, no, entirely. Yeah, you're right. Like the FBI knew, but the general public didn't. Yeah. So yeah. you know, um, so uh, Annie's making Lori's, popcorn. Yes, there's popcorn. Thank God, love popcorn. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I mean, Tommy's reading the, Laurie's reading the Tommy, and he goes on about how he's into comic books, but that's not really an important detail, no. really. You know. It's not. <laughs> it is not. Um, yeah. And he's making popcorn. Um, someone says they have big, big news? Oh, yeah. Um, yes. Well, yeah, and here's where I was going to say, I hate Annie because she hates the dog, because the German Shepherd is Oh, yeah, is you've got to die. Yeah, so the German yeah. Shepherd does wind up dying. Thank God you don't really see anything oh my god my laptop just died again so we're gonna go you're gonna so what's gonna happen now is you're gonna go and you're gonna talk about what's happening next and i'm gonna just talk about it yeah yeah <laughs> but you know um yeah i mean we'll just we'll just have to people have to understand why your audio isn't as great from this point forward you know mm -hmm. so um but yeah like you know um 
basically. Oh, wait, well, now I don't have a voice memo though, Gerald. Hold on, time out. Now I don't have voice memos going because it's my laptop that was doing well, that's it. Well, that's why I said that the audio won't be as good. Oh, so you can just pull that. it from this? You can just yeah. pull it from this? Yeah, because okay. we're still recording right now. Yeah, like this yeah. is still. Okay, snow, you're okay so. with doing that? I'm so yeah, sorry, Charles. Well, yeah. you know, it's fine. It's fine. You know, um, but for those of you listening, uh, Chelsea, uh, she didn't get her new charger. Uh, yes. and you know, so I'm using an iPhone charger to charge my laptop. Yeah. So my laptop keeps dying because I drove for five hours today. Yeah. So. It fucking, it fucking sucks when your charger is gone. Like my, my laptop will die in about a half hour if I don't have my charger on. Yeah. This is false advertising, Apple. You said eight hours. This is lies. <laughs> it's, it's eight hours. Like the first two days you own two days. charger <laughs> and laptop. <laughs> and then afterwards, it's very different. Um, <laughs> Wait, can we just take a moment to appreciate how Gert is playing right now? Aww. Can you see her? Gaga, you're such a good girl. You have food I've never been fed. All right, continue. <laughs> so, uh, basically, um, although, yeah, well, that one's gonna that's probably gonna be very loud. That one when you're grabbing the the mic, but um, but anyway, so uh, Annie arranged for Lori to go out with Ben Tramer. And behind her the, back and Lori's obviously upset and like like rightfully so again annie is a bad friend yeah she like because uh you know Lori is gonna go to the uh the homecoming dances tomorrow and uh mm-hmm. she likes ben tramer but you know like i like that's the thing is like it's weird when you know <laughs> hey she likes you you should get in there although i i mean as a guy i love hearing that you know, as a guy, yeah. I, I love being told someone's into me. But as a girl, yeah, obviously, like, if, if I tell you I'm into someone, unless I tell you to tell them. I'm not going to go and be like, hey, so you want to know where I found out? <laughs> I need to hook you up with Charles. It's such betrayal. Annie's a bad friend. That's yeah. the moral of the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, like, like you, have, you have one friend that I've told you that I find attractive, but I've never told you, go and tell her. You know, because there's no there's no reason for that. Yeah, yeah you know. Because yeah. um, I don't know, that's just weird. And what if Ben Tramer had been like, ill, Laurie Strode? I don't want to be with her. And then she fucking got, like, picked on or bullied or something. You yeah, know? like, it could have it could have. There's backfired. too many outliers. It could have backfired spectacularly. And Ben Tramer could have yeah. been like, yo, did you hear Laurie? Laurie Strode wants to fuck me. And then that becomes, like, everyone in school making fun of her or something, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, so Tommy sees Michael outside the window uh, while Lori The boogeyman! Not, yeah, Lori is understandably not happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And basically is like doing what most parents do. It's, and basically, is this when Tommy comes to her as like the boogeyman? And yes. she says no. So he does... The job of the babysitter is to that are cooler than the parents do while taking care of the child. Where, you know, of course your parents could be like, Boogeyman's not real. Lori, you're 18 years old. I know you're upset, but like at least entertain this kid's terrified imagination right now and be like, oh, well, the Boogeyman is real. You did see him. I'm just kidding. You don't go that far. But, you know, like, yeah, I was gonna shut say, him you're, down. I was going to say, you're sounding like a terrible babysitter now. I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I gave the I gave the kid my phone and I took a nap. Did you ever actually? Did you ever have a question like that about like like the monster under the bed or yeah? All the time, all the time. 
you know, um, and it does come from like the kid not understanding like one actual real event that happened with their parents. Like, you know, one kid told me that like, you know, I saw, I saw daddy kissing someone who wasn't mommy. And I was like, oh, oh, did you, did you? And then it became like, my imaginary friend kills people who kiss my daddy. Oh no. Is that normal? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Fucked up shit. And then I saw him kissing another woman too. And then I became the terrible monster that kills people who kiss his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not incriminating myself. Yeah, I was gonna say Chelsea has actually never murdered a a, baby, a person who I can't even swat a mosquito. Yes. Also, I realize this is the second week in a row. That I'm drinking out of a Met cup, there and I met go. my mother. Yes, well, that's that's because you're abomination. Your secret, secret Michael, come kill me, come kill you me. Know. I deserve it. So, yeah, that this is the Massachusetts in you coming out. If she drank with a Met cup, she needs to die. Two uh, reason I deserve it. Ben Affleck <laughs> will come out of the fucking closet and just stab you to death. You ever seen the departed bitch? Well, you're <laughs> departed now. You know, that reminds me of um. So there is the, the band the Misfits, um, who I was not Yeah, I was not that fond of their nineties stuff when they had a scab fucking we singer. We had this conversation. Yeah. yeah, when they had the scab singer, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um their drummer left the band uh for you know and formed a band called uh, Dr. Chud's X Ward. And uh my Stop kink shaming people, that's what the band name sounds like. My um my uh, guitarist uh, knew him and he had offered him to join the band, you know, as a side project. He wasn't going to leave mine, but he was doing as a side project. He refused to join the band because he was like, no, Charles hates the fucking new fits and he will make fun of me endlessly if I join a band with any of them. And yeah. uh, it got into this whole thing where we, <laughs> I don't even know how the twists and turns happened, but eventually it was, Jerry only the bass player of the Misfits uh tied it we had my my guitar player was tied up and Jerry only's pouring gasoline on him <laughs> and he's this didn't really happen holy this, shit no this didn't oh. happen it was a scenario like, Charles you never told me this story yeah no what it was a, fuck, it was Charles? it was one of those like oh this what's gonna happen now you know and it's like we're well, gonna wake up you're gonna be tied to a chair Jerry only's gonna be pouring gasoline on you and he's gonna say like <laughs> and he's gonna say you should have joined the X ward because now you go into the burn ward that's the last thing you see you <laughs> see that's clever yeah so the dog is uh, out of the house, and uh, here's where a crew person hugs a dog, but they showed in slow motion, so it looked like Michael's killing the dog. So that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I okay. looked it up. That I looked sense. it up because I was like, I wonder how they did that. And um, it's well, because you know, it's, Charles is really good about always giving me timestamps and like being yeah. like, "Dog murder, don't watch this." You know? yeah. yeah, and it's not like like there was a movie audition that I love that the dog murder in that is so brutal that I, I I was like, we can't watch that one, even though I love that movie. It was like Chernobyl, too. You were like, don't watch yeah. episode four. Oh, yeah. No, that even... The, 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 the stuff in episode four actually really upset me. Like, I was... Yeah, you were. I didn't even was watch that the series. Yeah. It was that bad. Like, I... I Those I people was... deserve to fucking die. Well, the thing about it is that it's based on a true story, and it told a horrible truth about it but it's not the type of truth that anyone wants to really see yeah i mean well that's like you know can be said about so many things right now that we're forced to see they're like we don't need to see this like everything going on in the world 
Yeah. But like nobody talks about enough. Nobody wants to see dog murder. Yeah. Um, but like it's a huge problem that needs to be addressed. So it's yeah. like I can understand the like double edged sword on both like both sides of it. But no. I won't watch it. <laughs> like I like I I can understand having that episode. I think it's important to show that that happened because after Chernobyl, there was a Russian team that that was their job. Mm-hmm. Everyone who left, mm-hmm. you have to go kill their pets. Mm-hmm. But because you don't want the, the pets, you know, being radioactive and going and infecting the land more. But you can talk about that. You don't, we don't need to have scenes of it. Mm-hmm. And there are scenes of it in episode, in that episode. And it's like, yeah, that yeah. Was... I stopped at, I stopped, I stopped immediately. Like I didn't even reach episode three yet. And you yeah. were like, don't watch episode four. I was like, I'm not going to watch the whole series then. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's because it's, it. it's such, it's, it really, like, I was super, super, like, just sad. You were depressed for days. Yeah. 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 I mean, because, I mean, I'll just. Understandably so. Yeah, I mean, they fucking show the aftermath of it, too, and it's like, no one. Why? Like, no uh. one needs to fucking see that. Like, I know that happened, and I know that's the fucking tragic. The issue needs tragic, to be addressed, like, still a problem hence my fucking cat that just came into my life you know because people yeah. are terrible people are terrible to animals and i get that it needs to be shown but like i don't understand i can understand like you know serial killers michael myers jeffrey Dahmer, whoever the fuck like i can yeah. understand killing people if there's something in your brain that's wired that way yeah. you don't hurt an animal yeah. like what kind of fucked up do you have to be to hurt an animal yeah Kids, I love you so much. Seriously. Yeah. You know, so, you know, but yeah, so they had a, a crew member dressed as Michael. He hugged the dog, which is a big German Shepherd, and then he let the dog down. And if you've ever seen dogs, when they go, you know, when you go from hugging them to down, they put their back legs down. Mm-hmm. Um, and That was really you, smart. Yeah. So when they showed that in slow motion, it looked like, oh no, Michael, but you don't, they don't tell you it's slow motion. So it just looks like yeah, that's something cool. I'm awful glad you looked happened. That up. Yeah. I almost um, said wicked smart. You know, I'm in Massachusetts because I almost said that's wicked smart. <laughs> you know, but um, but yeah. So um, I I I I immediately was like, all right, let me make sure I know how this happened, so that like yeah, we talk so that so that it, I'm not like Charles. I'm not watching this movie. Yeah, it's it's not like you know. It's funny because there's a there's a movie. There's a, actually a TV series on um on Netflix. That upset a lot of people, and even you and I were like, "No, everything looks so." Fi-. It was uh, Midnight Mass, where, where oh, yeah, yeah, the we're cats like, on the beach. Yeah, we're like, it just looks like stuffed fucking animals. It's not even like we're not even upset by it because it no, looks. It looked like fucking like you know those heavy duty, heavy duty like janitorial like rooms that, yeah. that they use in yeah. grammar school. It looked like the bristles of that room. Yeah, it didn't even look like a stuffed animal. You're being way too kind. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. Like Midnight, Midnight Mass is great, but like that, right. I was like, I'm not even upset by that. <laughs> it doesn't even look like real animals. <laughs> yeah, it didn't even look like stuffed animals. It looked like janitorial broom bristles. Yeah. So do better. <laughs> so the thing is on TV. Um, I assume it's the original one because I don't think John Carpenter had not made his remake yet. Uh... Yeah, um, and uh, so Laurie's telling him there's no boogeyman, and people play tricks on each other. And uh, even if there was a boogeyman, he wouldn't. She wouldn't let him do anything. Yeah, and he only comes out at on Halloween. 
Or she says yeah. that later in the movie. I yeah, think. yeah. So Annie is now, uh, you know, she spilled butter all over herself. She takes off her clothes and is You're kink shaming, kink shaming. People love butter all over. <laughs> you know. Oh man, that would be so messy. Like, it actually I, sounds really fun. No, so going back to Bronson, it's like how he always just like lewed himself up with shit and got naked because yeah. people couldn't like fucking yeah. trap him. Yeah. God. Well mm, Tom Hardy covered in butter. I mean, if we're yes. talking about <laughs> if we're talking about fucking, you know, people lubing with butter, then I immediately think of Last Tango in Paris. But you know Oh my god, you're right. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Where he That's fucking funny. does anal with a fucking stick of butter as lube. You haven't done that? No. Ugh. I'm okay, you. I have not done that either. Okay, I was gonna say like I've used other things for lube other than lube, but never like butter. Like fuck. <laughs> oh my god! No, wait, no, Chelsea, say this off the air. Never mind. Okay, I'm glad I caught myself. I'll tell you later. <laughs> yeah, I was I was immediately thinking of of that that thing that you told me that someone was using for lube that you uh told them what the fuck are you doing? Don't do that. That's not what I was gonna say. This oh. is like a thing that happened a couple of weeks ago. Oh dear! Yeah, but... All right. <laughs> no, so basically, so basically, sometimes like, all right, I'm just gonna say it. Um, women sometimes like at a certain point in their period, sometimes your vagina gets super dry and the blood's all just like caked up there. I have a weird like, you know, I have a, for reasons I will not say. I have a weird like cycle system, right? And this is uh, how red velvet uh, cake is made. So anyway. <laughs> Fuck, you just skipped ahead to the fucking button of the story. God damn it, Charles. No, so, so uh, like, sometimes, like, your blood can be stuck up, like, in your vagina, right? And it makes your vagina dry. So there'll be, like, not every month, but, like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, let me grab some lube. And, like, just so I can get the tampon up there easier. Mm -hmm. It was hand sanitizer. Oh, no. I know. This happened to me, like, ten days ago. Oh Jesus Christ! I was like, I was like, lube and hand sanitizer and clear airplane bottles. Oh no! Oh my lord! <laughs> yeah, that's, it was bad. It that's was almost bad. that's almost as bad as my friend in high school who uh, had to go to the hospital. Um, because her and her boyfriend thought it would be really fucking hot if they fucked in a bathtub filled with vodka. Fucking Christ! She, she had to go to the hospital. How could they afford that much vodka? What were they doing for a living? <laughs> her dad her dad was um oh yeah, I can't. Oh, say alcoholics that. are good for that. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> no, her dad wasn't an alcoholic, but her dad like had a lot of alcohol. Um uh, her dad had a very distinct job, and I was just like, oh wait, if I say that, then everyone in our neighborhood will know exactly who I'm talking about. Um <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, so he had money. Um, so he had a lot of, uh, he had a lot of alcohol because he would entertain his colleagues and stuff. Um, so she had several bottles of vodka and, um, yeah, they poured it into the bathwater and, uh, she had to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, you can fucking die that way. You know, blood soaked or not blood soaked, like, you know, are people used in college, like, like soaking your tampon in vodka and stuff. I've done that. It's no joke. Yeah. It is no joke. It really gets you drunk <laughs> that quickly. Yeah, it goes directly into your bloodstream. You're done for. I would be like, Whoa. yeah. That's probably yeah. A, don't yeah. do that. Don't do that. Yeah, well, all of you listeners, do so, not do that. So speaking of Stevie Nicks, anyway, um, we 
<laughs> oh my god, Stevie's behind me. Oh no, well that's not what you're saying. There's a big thing of Stevie Nicks there. I was like, you can yeah. see that part. I thought your vision was shit. No, no, no I, I was it. just thinking of yeah, yeah Stevie I got Nicks it. And the, the cocaine in the butt. Um, the cocaine in the butt. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, <laughs> she sees, you know, so there's no trip for Annie tonight. <laughs> oh shit! It just okay. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> So, um, <laughs> oh god, oh man, I love how I love how at least a good twenty percent of our show are in jokes that we will never explain. Um, <laughs> you can pay us and we'll explain it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, John Carpenter. Anyway, yeah, that's why I said it. I just, yeah, see? so segue queen. Yeah, so Annie is upset she's not getting laid. Um, I don't. I understand why she's not. She yeah. sucks. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, she was bent over in the window. So, you know. Cotton is good for your bed. <laughs> quoted by Sharon Lestage. Yeah. Sorry, Mom. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Lindsay. Yeah, Lindsay. I've never, ever, ever in my life seen anyone get stuck in a window like that. It's just not. It defies the laws of physics. It just proves that this girl's IQ is not great. <laughs> yeah, like, like you know, I've known people got stuck in a window, never in the I'm bending over with my ass in the air position. She did it on purpose. Fucking yeah. Slut. She just wanted to show up fucking panties. To like a, to a seven-year-old, I guess, or whatever. You know what? Maybe that seven-year-old was actually my mother, and that's why my mother had some underwear. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. So, um... You know, uh, so she tries getting out the back window while she's doing a lot. By the way, I've never seen that. Even the years I spent in the suburbs, I've never seen someone who had their laundry room in, yeah. like, their in a garage or like, some you can have, shit like, like that. You can have, like, a guest house, but, like, not having, like, laundry units in the main house doesn't make any sense. I wrote I've, that down, too. I've yeah, always, that, that was like, always, fucking weird. Yeah, I've always seen it be someone's basement um, when it's a suburban house. Yeah, yeah, like my mom's laundry units in the in the basement. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so same with my father's house. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost always it's a, in a the basement. It's a separate building, like a separate building. It's like, imagine, imagine, say you don't have the proper covering or like a laundry bag to bring the laundry back and forth between the two buildings. You spend all this time washing and drying your clothes, and a torrential downpour happens as you're bringing the laundry, the well, dry laundry, back to the other building. <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna say. Like when you know, like I have a I have a laundry uh, a laundry machine. We have um, a, a washer here. You do in the, yeah. in the apartment. I haven't been to your new apartment. Yeah, yeah. You should come over. Um, you get. To, I have a backyard for fuck's sake. Um, no, you do. Kate, yeah. you want to go to Uncle Charles's backyard? I am hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but what i was gonna say um you know just don't just don't bring monkey because there's a lot of uh fucking stray cats here and i don't want the they're not stray anymore they're yours you fed them <laughs> i fed one <laughs> that's your cat <laughs> yeah so but what i was gonna say is like you know and i'm sure you've done this too if you're stuck out in the fucking rain i've put clothes i've taken them off and then put them directly into the fucking washing machine because because otherwise, if you put it in the bag, it's going to get moldy and all this other smell and all this other shit. So having it outside would defeat the entire fucking purpose of that. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. 
Whoever designed that house, shame on you. <laughs> shame. Shame. Yeah. So uh Paul is on the phone. Um Paul accuses her of being very horny. Um <laughs> How can you accuse someone of being horny, especially if it's your, like, fucking significant other? Like, you should just be grateful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tells Lindsay to put on her coat because uh, Annie's gonna... And I love how she's just like, all right, great, my boyfriend's coming over. Go over the other house, little kid I'm watching. <laughs> I know. So, well, no, I was like, that's so bad. I'm like, Chelsea, you literally gave a kid your phone and took a nap in, her parent, in his parents' bed. Like, but... you can't... But did you did you say like, hey, I'm gonna have somebody over. Let's have the little kid go to a completely separate apartment <laughs> where my friend is watching a different kid. No, I know I don't think so. No, yeah. that was so fucked up. That was so yeah. so fucked up. Oh, and yeah. it happened like the deal was the deal was because Lori had asked asked like, you know, I want you to go back to this Ben Tramer dude and like say like that you know that that's not true or something. And yeah. yes, then I'll watch Lindsay. Yeah. If I recall correctly, I think the um, the newer movies make Ben Tramer a character. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's so cool. I love how, You have, like, a halo right now with your overhead light. It's so funny. I do, because I'm heavenly. I'm, um, I'm, like, I'm, like, literally, you're the epitome of Lucifer the Fallen Angel. <laughs> <laughs> I won't deny anything. So, um, so, Annie's there. She's singing a song about Paul. Um, poorly. And, Sorry. Yeah, I just and hate then, Annie. And then she uh, she gets in the car. Michael's in the back seat, and he kills her. And this is one of those scenes. Thank God, she this comes is, while she dies. She's <laughs> she's having way too much fun dying in this scene. Like the actress know, is really enjoying herself. And she's like really bad at dying. Yeah, but as I said, like I, a lot of the actors in this are bad at dying, but I do blame that on this being one of the first kind of slasher films, so no one really knew how to do it. Yeah, and again, not knowing that it's going to be super big. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's what she said. You know, well, I mean, that's, uh, well, sometimes there are faces when, when that happens too. Anyway. That's what um, it was. She wasn't dying. She was getting fucking, fucking fucked with the fucking knife that Michael had in the backseat. That's what happened. Well, that would actually kill her. So, <laughs> unless that's some unless, saw shit. Don't they do that? They do that in one of the saw movies. Uh, no, no. Um, is it Hostel? No, you're thinking Hostel probably did. I don't. Remember. I've only seen Hostel once, and I, I hated the. Yeah, I hated the. Well, you know what I'm talking about. But um, what I'm thinking of is Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs has a woman that yes, killed by. Yeah, he has the guy, like, uh, he straps the fucking knife. Fucker with razor blades or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that was Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, he straps the the knife to the guy's dick and then forces him to have sex with the uh, sex worker. Right, wow. So it's way earlier than all the movies I was thinking that was. Thank you. Now I have to rewatch that movie. You know what? I don't think I've actually seen all of that movie. Yeah. That's a, that's, I, I really enjoy Seven. Seven's... Oh, even, even oh though, seven's great. You remember how long it took me to actually get through seven, and now I think it's fucking brilliant. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So we're talking about Halloween. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm trying to figure out what exactly Tommy's costume is supposed to. Be. Michael Myers. <laughs> like, is he a race car know. driver, an astronaut? Like, what exactly is? He oh yeah, that's NASCAR. Be? That's NASCAR. Oh, is it? Is it? Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, well, I, I from I wrote it down, but my computer said. Okay, okay. I know nothing <laughs> about NASCAR, so 
Um, it's okay. You don't need to. It sucks. No, yeah. no it's great. People, I'm sorry, NASCAR fans. I love I'm NASCAR. Not, I'm a New Yorker. I have no love for NASCAR. Um, <laughs> I, I actually, I you're actually, like, you're like, I don't have a car license, but I have a steamroller license. Yes. <laughs> oh no, that was not a licensed steamroller incident. Um, but um, <laughs> I'm trying to not incriminate you. I'm yes, curious. but um. But no, like, you know, I had, I actually had someone in like, I think it was North Carolina when I was a teenager ask me like, you know, I was talking to this girl and her brother was like, to ask him if he likes NASCAR. And I was like, I'm just going to pretend you didn't ask that. Um, I'm going to pretend that a steamroller just ran you over. <laughs> you know. So uh, Tommy sees um, uh, Michael holding Annie's body. He starts screaming to Boogeyman. And Boogie Lindsay believes him. Yeah, well, yeah, because little kids are like that, and, you know... Yeah, because they're smarter than us. One kid starts <laughs> freaking out, then the other one will, you know, freak out as well, usually. Yeah. usually. You know? Yeah, yeah. I um, love that. I love that, like, I love the Tommy Lindsay camaraderie, and, the, like, the secret, like, when you're that young and you have your first crush and you don't want to, like, you know, like, I love them together. They're great. I wonder... Like, kid actors are good. I, I don't, I've only seen Halloween Kills once, but I know Lindsay and Tommy are in it. It would be really neat if they had been in a relationship in the film, though. I don't remember. I saw it in theaters with my mom. Hi, mom. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it. I saw it on Peacock, the, uh, cause they had it like simultaneously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, Pe Pe although Peacock is like the Five Nights at Freddy's movie on there, and I don't think I'll ever see that. I have no, see, no people. So, did you see? So, speaking of that, I was going to talk to you about this off air, but no, now you have to listen to this conversation. The Wally um, Underworld the, with Nicolas Cage one? No, no, no. The Five Nights at Freddy's. I know that people really love the video game and all that, but it, the like the movie is apparently doing so well that Chuck E. Cheese got rid of all of their animatronics. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, you I saw that. that? Isn't that wild? I mean, yeah. Chuck E. Cheese is where like you go to die. I loved going to Chuck E. Cheese growing up when I was lucky enough. I'm sorry, and I don't mean it. But, um, uh, but yeah, Chuck E. Cheese is getting rid of all of their like animatronic band yeah, things. That's crazy. I want to see Five Nights at Freddy's because it, if it's doing that well, there has mm. to be something about it. You know what I mean? Well, because the video game franchise is very popular. But no, but like we're video, the like diehard video game fans are not necessarily about the movie it's i've heard cute. i've heard a few of them i mean nothing's going to be last of us where no one complains you know yeah. but like yeah. but the, um but yeah. you know like the thing about it is that um uh i know the nicholas cage movie that's a hit is actually a rejected five nights at freddy's script that, um Please, that got it. Write the, please send this to me because I have no, I have no idea what you're speaking. Oh no, there's a movie called like Wally's Wonderworld or something like that where animatronic um things are trying to kill Nicolas Cage. He's like a dad who takes his kid there and they all go crazy and try to Did kill him. Did we watch this together? No. 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 Um but yeah, apparently that was a rejected Five Nights at Freddy's script um that just went into production before you know Five what? Nights at Freddy's. I, you know you know why it was rejected? Because he wasn't like the bees, the bees. I don't know. I'm we haven't seen it. For all we know, he could do all of those lines. We have. I haven't seen it. All I've heard. I've heard a lot of people say it's better than Five Nights. But a lot of people like who hated Five Nights at Freddy's were like, "Oh, the Wally's Wonderworld or whatever was so much better." Okay, we're doing this. I mean, like 
right, so all right, now we're getting into personal shit again, audience. You just have to deal with this. I'm like, so when I'm back towards the end of the week, because when November hits, no, so come over and we're gonna watch it. Because you have to come over anyway. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna all watch right. Wally's Wally's um Wonder whatever the it, fuck. I think and, it's and on we're Hulu. gonna watch I Five Nights. I think it's and on we're Hulu, gonna watch actually. Five Nights. We're all gonna right. watch both. All right. Um, (laughs) so uh basically so tommy's freaking out Um, and chuck e cheese just comes out of nowhere and kills everyone (laughs) and uh laurie says he's scaring Lindsay, and if he doesn't stop turn off the tv and send him to bed and And they're uh, watching the thing right yeah uh at this point they're watching something with flying saucers in it but i have no idea Mm -hmm. what they're watching yeah uh i'm not it says on imdb pro i just didn't write it down I'm not very familiar with like a lot of because, as I've told you many times, like I don't like like I, my love of film starts in starts in the silent yeah. era, and then skips, and then skips a lot of shit. Skips about forty years and then goes to like the seventies. Yeah, you with know. You. With you. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those films I don't really know. Um, it's probably considered yeah. it's probably considered a classic from that time, but I don't know it. Yeah, no, it's on IMDb Pro. I just take note, or no, I did take note of it, but my laptop's dead. Yeah, so, so I, here, tell us, please, what, please tell us what it is. Yeah, so <laughs> right, right, right here, the bullies are all daring each other to go in the Michael's house, and then Doctor Lewis says he's just a creepy asshole. Says, "Hey, yeah, Lottie, get your ass away from there!" And he's very get your ass away from there. There are so many different instances, like that I wrote down about Doctor Loomis. And the stakes are so high, and he's not playing the stakes high. You know, yeah. he's just walking around. He looks like he's about to fucking kidnap one of those fucking kids. If I recall, know? if I recall correctly, Donald Pleasance didn't take the role very seriously. Good. Yeah, because it was because <laughs> he was their second choice. Their orig- original first choice was Peter Cushing. Right, I wrote that down in my notes. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and Peter I think- Cushing said no because it wasn't enough money. Yeah, and uh, Christopher Lee also turned it down. Christopher Lee too, yeah. Not enough money. Yeah, even though, yeah, although Christopher Lee says he regrets turning it down. You know, I'm just thinking how different, that movie, this would be a vastly different movie with, even if the same scenes, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Christopher Lee as Dr. Loomis would be a vastly different movie. Vastly different movie. Because Christopher Lee always brings this gravitas to every, like Donald Pleasance is great, but he's not Christopher Lee. You know, like Christopher Lee, like, you know, just from, from, you know, I don't know how many of his other movies you've seen, but think of him from The Wicker Man. And now imagine him as fucking Dr. Loomis here, you know. It would have been, I think it would have been like, well, no, I don't mean this. I'm just, for lack of a better phrase, it would have been an even better movie. Mm. But Donald Pleasance is great. Yeah, Donald Pleasance is great. But I was thinking it's the direction. You know, he doesn't take it seriously, but I'm like, oh, the director must have been like, yeah, I know the stakes are super high and people are getting murdered. But you're just gonna like pace back and forth outside of this abandoned house while children are going into it, like like you. <laughs> but think about it. Think about it from the perspective of um, an indie filmmaker getting this big actor there. Yeah, no, a lot, exactly. a lot of indie. You know, I mean, you know, I'm not one of them because I've actually literally turned down someone who was a name for before I met you. This actually happened. Right, right, right. For, I know what you're for, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because their audition, they were just like sleepwalking through it. 
you know, and I was wah, like, wah, 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 wah. you know, and I'm like, I get that you're like super famous, but it's like, we can't have someone who's not going to care any... about this audition. Yeah. I'm like even, and I get that. I mean, I'm not super famous or whatever the fuck, but like I did, I did this really lackadaisical, like haphazard self tape. What was it yesterday? Cause I was in a huge fucking rush mm. and you know, but I knew that I was sleepwalking through it. And so I yeah. immediately texted my manager and I said, I'm sorry, I got it in on time, but it was not done well, but I did it. So here's, you know, I mean, they didn't even yeah. do that to you. Well, so here's what I wonder about this. I wonder if like, you know, John Carpenter, we know him as like a grumpy man now and stuff, but John, young John Carpenter, like, you know, not first time director, but like second or third time director. I wonder yes. if he was intimidated by having Donald Pleasance there and didn't want to rock the boat and have Don, probably, Donald Pleasance quit yeah, the film or something. He probably was just like, do whatever you want. Yeah. You're right, you're right. So maybe yeah. I was wrong. I mean, we're all, this is all speculation, people. Yeah, um, but the um, the But maybe you're, you're right. That makes more sense where he was like, we're going to let Donald do whatever he wants. Yeah, because I've, yeah. I've definitely seen directors do that. I've, I've done seen, it. Yeah, I've definitely seen. As a director, where, I've done it. Yeah, yeah. where it's where it's, it's like where it's like shit. We're gonna lose funding if we lose. But it was actors, my first. So we're, it yeah. was my first. It was my first film, like being my first feature film directing, because I was just like, okay, I don't want to lose this person. Yeah, yeah. So I just was like, all right, we're just gonna, you know, yeah. it's all a learning process. Yeah, I think I know exactly who you're talking about too. Yes, but, you do. Yeah, <laughs> but um, <laughs> if only I changed my mind. <laughs> but, um, I'm so sorry. But yeah, so um, man, I, I so want to talk about stuff we can't talk about in the air right now. Bottom line, moral of the story, kids. Here is like, your gut is always right, and yeah. always speak your truth and speak your mind, and don't be intimidated by anyone. Yes. Okay. So I, I definitely that's feel that that's probably what happened here because Donald Pleasance didn't take this role very seriously. And I think there's a great possibility John Carpenter was just too intimidated to be like, hey, mm -hmm. Donald, mm -hmm. you have to do this. I, I, you know, it would have been like, you know, hey, yeah. if I piss off Donald Pleasance, he'll leave and then I'll lose all my funding. So, okay, I'll just let him do it. And then, and yeah, no, exactly. You're right. You're right. You're, I mean, we don't know. It's speculation. It yeah. Sounds like completely right. speculation. Specula speculation. My computer just. My computer just turned back on. It's at two percent, but let me find my notes so at least I can like not yeah. have you lead the whole thing the entire time, so you get a fucking break. Wait, he carries out bitch's body. We're past that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That must have been Annie. <laughs> it's where um cool Lonnie get your ass away from there, and then the sheriff taps him on his shoulder and he jumps. Mm. <laughs> I started one like section of notes with dry humping. Oh wait, we're not. Oh, did we get to the sex in the bedroom yet? No. Okay. We're, we're getting to that. We're, we're getting to that soon. Um, uh, all right. We're almost there. Yeah. Okay. So Do Dr. Loomis, death has come to your little town, and you can either ignore it or help me stop it. And uh, Sheriff agrees to, to help Loomis, but he says, in case you're right, but if you are right, damn you for letting him go. Yeah. Yeah. I've, <laughs> Mutton chops, I'm not in the right place in the notes yet, but like mutton chops, dude was just like, you're wrong, but if you're right, it's your fault. I mean, <laughs> it kind of would be, I guess, but even if you're hanging know, out with Sig smoking nurse girl, you know, like, yeah. like he fucked up. 
Yeah, she so now, now Lydia's with her boyfriend, um, telling her boyfriend not to rip her clothes off. And then he Lydia? Makes... Who the fuck is Lydia? Linda. 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 Okay, I thought you said Lydia. I was like, what? Who the fuck yeah. is that? Well, it's all one um, universe, so Lydia So Lydia from Beetlejuice just happened to come in. Um, but... I fucking knew it. <laughs> but no, and, and then he makes a joke about ripping um, Lindsay's clothes off, who was the little kid. And I was yeah, just... okay. I wrote that down. I wrote that down. I was like, did I just hear that correctly? Yes, where he's like, I'll rip your clothes off, and then you rip my clothes off, then I'll rip off Lindsay's clothes. But she piggybags off of it. She doesn't say no about it. Because that was the sense of humor that like fucking teenagers have. But you could imagine someone trying to put that joke in this film. <laughs> like, this movie could not film. be made today. <laughs> yeah, literally just because of that joke. Like it would well, I literally like I I went back and I rewound it because I was like, I I have to have misheard this. Yeah, rewind. <laughs> but no, Chelsea, I know you've been drinking while I'm watching this, but I'm like Chelsea, no, you misheard this again. Rewind it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he he legit talks jokes about ripping the little girl's clothes off. It's fucking fucked up as fuck. Fuck that person. No, no I wonder if it, that line was improv. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but that was the type because of Because I mean, Deborah Deborah would never let something like that happen. Like he, no woman would let that happen. But he didn't but she didn't say it. She only Deborah only wrote the female character. God fucking damn it, you're right. Yeah. You know. And that's uh, the thing. Teenage boys make jokes like that. All well, maybe they maybe they don't now, but back when I was a kid, they made jokes like that shit all the fucking time. Damn. You know. This is bad. Oh, I found it. Please in the notes. I said, that's a fucking kid. What the fuck? I must be yeah. fucking I must I wrote I must be off my rocker because I'm rewinding it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm gonna wrote ask Charles if I'm fucking crazy or that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, no, he legit he legit said that. He made the joke about ripping off a little girl's clothes. Um oh, God. he leaves the truck door open after that. Yeah, he carries so, her like earlier mm -hmm. when Annie died. Michael carried Annie like like a bride, like the, how you like that stereotypical carrying of thing. He did. He does that again. He carries her like Michael carried Annie. Yeah, that's what I wrote. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, because <laughs> he's carrying her over the threshold as they go into the yeah, house. The yeah, yes, yes. It's totally dark in the house. Yeah, Annie they can't. Here. They're looking for Annie. They can't find her. Annie took Lindsay out for something. Yeah, so um, they so they're looking for a note. They can't find one, so they're like, "Fuck it, let's." They just make out on the couch, boning on the couch. Yeah, yeah, not looking. They're not. They're they're done looking for the note. I just wrote they're horrible actors. Um, <laughs> I didn't think that their acting was that bad. They seem like horny teenagers, man. I really like PJ Soul. Like, oh no, I no, I do, I do. I just was yeah. like, I think I was angry at the fact that like this doesn't make any sense. You know, where I was just like, no, I'd immediately just start. I know this is before cell phones, but I'd be calling like the home phone or like the landline of her parents if she's not there at the house she's supposed to be at watching a child. Yeah, I would be more that to me, that would be the biggest thing where I'm like, hey, she's not here. Do you think we should go inside? I would like wait on the porch or something or, like, you know, or maybe in the backyard, actually, so we don't get caught. But. No, we're gonna go make out in the living room. No, let's fuck in this bed. Yeah. 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 Um, so, 
Linda calls Lori, wondering where Anne is, and uh, they say Lindsay's gone for the night, so time to fuck. So they made that up. Lindsay's gone for the night. They had no way of getting that information. They just said it. No, they called. Um, they called Lori to wonder where Anne was. And oh, then... I mi- I must have missed that because I was still focused on the fact that I thought I was fucking off my trolley. Because I was like, yeah. they were talking about taking the kids' clothes off. <laughs> yeah, no, because uh, 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 Lori tells her, no, I've got Lindsay for the night. Yeah, I missed that because I was probably fuming still in my head. Yeah. yeah. So Linda, Linda and her dude are going at it, um, and then the phone starts ringing, but they can't answer it because what if it's the Wallace? Oh, wait, this is what I wanted to say. This is what I wanted to say. Sure. Um... It's like, I mean, it was a different time, of course. But if you go and you watch that sex scene, the dude is literally just dry humping her leg, which is something we all did at one point in our sexual leg awakenings. I'm not saying everyone in the world, but it's a fairly common thing. But you think, like, that they'd know to just, like, not fuck her leg where it's so obvious on camera, you know? But and that really bothers me. I mean, I mean, they're supposed to be having sex, so I mean, that's just weird placement. But like, no, I was just like, well, nowadays, like, we know better, you know, yeah. like, and like filmmakers, like, how to film a sex scene where it doesn't look yeah. like someone's just dry humping their leg. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, seventies movies kind of always had that. Like, you know, I mean, hell, actually, no, we still see it today. Remember fucking erotica with the blowjob with a guy's zippers fucking closed. You know, like. Well, that movie is a cinematic masterpiece. But you I know what, no you, idea what, you know what I'm about. saying. You know what I'm saying. It's like it still I'm happens to this day. People. Yeah, I, we hate this movie. We hate Veronica. <laughs> I'm being facetious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, we see Michael's shadow. Um, they they put the phone off the hook, and oh, he uh, came quick. Yeah, he came <laughs> so fucking quick. So quick. But, but she's so happy about it, too. She said that he's fantastic. And I said she's too young to be honest about how she feels about sex and what she needs. That's what I wrote. True. Or also, also, you know, um, I direction. Think I've, yeah, I've, I've told this story before, but my friend, um, her first boyfriend was like five foot two. And used to just brag about how big his dick was all the fucking time. Short men have huge cocks. He didn't. He didn't. Um, he was just a narcissist at it. Yeah, he, she said he had like a five inch dick or whatever. Um, hard, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, so, but she had never seen another one before, so she thought that's what like a big dick was supposed to look like. Until her next boyfriend was six foot eight and proportional, and she <laughs> was like, "That's not going in me." You know, well, she was she was literally she's like it's literally twice the fucking size of like him. Well, yeah, you don't yeah. know, you don't know. Yeah, you know, but exactly like you know, she was fourteen, and that had been the only penis she had seen until her you know six foot eight boyfriend. Well, I'm glad that was only the second dick that she saw. You know, where nothing traumatic happened to her. <laughs> you know, oh no, she's had plenty traumatic happen, but it was. No, I meant like no, yeah. like childhood rape or anything yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Where, yeah, yeah. So, are we um, allowed to say rape on Spotify? Is it going to get bleeped out? I mean, you just said it twice, so I might as well rape. You know. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're you're making work for me. Um, <laughs> so that's a yes. Yeah, yeah. We should probably. I'll probably have to bleep that. Um, 
<laughs> That's why I asked. Yeah. But, um, so he finished, yeah, but he finished so fucking quick. And as I said, so quick, and she's so happy. And it really just made me sad. And then we go to the stereotypical, like, cigarettes and beer. Um, she's gonna go to the kitchen and get them beer. And, and is he gonna put clothes on? This is another thing that bothered me. So there's a child, you know, that the kid's gonna be away. But what if the parents came home for some reason? <laughs> you walk around naked the entire time in a house that is not yours. Yeah. You know, where you're not supposed to be there. I was like, God, the 70s were bold. He's also just stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's the, th I was, actually, now that you brought that up, it does make me think of that time that I did, fuck, you know, actually, any time that I've ever fucked at somebody's place where I wasn't supposed to be, we would never get fully naked. It would just be like, unzip, you know, lift up her skirt and unzip like or no something. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like it'd be like pants or like tops no bottoms, my you girlfriend know. likes to say, like Winnie the Pooh type thing. We like never, where we have something on top. We wouldn't even do that. It would usually be like, you know, like move the fly? Yeah, through the fly and like move aside what? the I, or something. I have never done that. Really? I've done that a bunch of times actually. Because it sounds terrible. Well, like what if like the little you, like rigs in the zipper? Well like, you open hit the you. top button. You open the top button so it's open, but it's Oh, I'm thinking. Okay, I'm thinking. Oh no, I'm not sticking. Unzip the zipper. I am not sticking my my erect penis through a fucking zipper. <laughs> like, I was like, Charles, you're fucking nuts. <laughs> the fucking no, no, no. Like you just, you know. <laughs> I get it more, now. I get. Yeah, it. yeah. Okay, so yes, I have done that. I'm glad we clarified this. this yeah, is clearly very important. <laughs> yeah, you know. But yeah, like you don't even have to pull the pants down. You just open up the zipper and go for it. You know. The button and then the zipper. Yeah. I was just thinking about just the zipper. I took it way too literally. No, you know what's funny is that, like, apparently, like, I know people who've told me that they pee that way, but I, excuse me, that sounds like you're fucking playing a dangerous game, my friend. That's too much work, too. I'm, I'm like, like, literally. Even with, like, Long John's or something like that, even with Long John's. I'm like, with, you're, like, you're skipping you still one have step. To, like, take your dick through that. Yeah, it's like you're like skipping. You're putting yeah. too much work into it. Just pull it down. Yeah. Well, I don't pull. I, pull it I, down. When I pee, I just open the zip. I just open the fly in the zipper. The pull. Yeah, but that's so that's like pulling it down, you know, or like, at least, yeah, that makes sense. I know people who just prefer to still use the little like penis holes in like boxers and, um, and like long johns and stuff. And I'm like, no. That's just too much time. I know. I know people who've used. I know women have used the trap door on like a long time. Oh well, I've done that, but yeah. it's not my long johns. I was like, oh wait, this is a quick way. And wait, how to men? No, why? Why are they? Why are they doing this? <laughs> just pull your fucking pants down. So Michael goes down. Uh, Michael kills the dude when he's going for a beer. Um, he God. lifts him up by the neck and he stabs him so hard that he's pinned to the wall. However. The knife is only barely sticking out of him, which was yeah, I know, I one know. thing where I was noticed. I was like, that knife wouldn't even have gone all the way through his back with how little it's sticking out. Yeah. You know, it yep. should have it should have just been like the fucking handle showing at the most, you know. Oh, Charles, guess what? Chicken butt. Guess what? Even though the fucking computer died, the voice memo is still going. Oh, cool. Cool. I mean, it could just be the void. But... Yeah. Well, we'll see. There's anyway. a lot of void on her show. 
Um, <laughs> we we are the voice. <laughs> yes. Well, we are. We are. I am the abyss that stares back at a. I actually, I actually, I, I, I saw an old Facebook post like that where um, there was a little kid who you tried said that to, to me. Yeah, there was a little kid who tried to fucking glare at me on like the subway, and uh, I don't know what his problem was, but he was just glaring at everybody. And so he decided to glare glare at me, and that's not a good idea. And I I, I wrote it's never um, a good idea. Yeah, the post I made was it's a shame that the abyss had to glare back at one so young. <laughs> um. That's so clever. You know what you should do? You should like I feel like that should be the log line for like something in the future. Maybe. Who knows? Um, but that, that makes it sound like I have <laughs> it's to It's a I, brilliant line. I have to cast a little most of my lines are brilliant. It's why I'm a writer. Um, a good writer, I guess. Yes, you know you are a brilliant um, writer. I'll give that's you that. still that's still like um, you know exactly who I'm talking about. But it was uh, yes, the I one, do the one actress who told some joke yep. that was unfunny, and I made the line of like, "Oh my god, no wonder I write your dialogue." <laughs> that could yes, yeah, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, 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 a thousand yeah. times yes. Yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's, yes. Yeah. So, anyway, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein even knows who you're talking about. I'm just kidding. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. So, um, my uh, Lori is uh, not Lori. Um, Lindsay, Lindy, but Lindy, Linda, Linda. Yes. My phone is also about to die. So, if we have time for another break, we should do it. All right. Then let's the take. An, yeah. Let's take room. another. Let's take one more break, and then we'll uh, finish up. Whereas we're, we're bottom the- line, bottom line, kids is that the is that you shouldn't go to Massachusetts and not charge your shit before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that the, a lesson has been learned. This is how horror movies start, Chelsea. <laughs> My life is a horror movie. You know, no, this I have is, the best life in the world. This is exactly how it would be like, you know, oh my God, we have to call the, uh, I didn't bring my charger. And now there's the fucking mass killer person after you. That's how this, <laughs> it happens. I am, <laughs> I am the mass killer and also the first victim. So there you go. That's <laughs> uh, It's a very masturbatory script. You're stabbing yourself the whole film. <laughs> um, it's a it's in the a vagina. It's a one woman play, but it's a slasher film. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Take note of that. Write that down. We're doing that. You're writing it, and I'm doing it. I'm kidding you not. I kid you not. I kid, wait, no. Write that down. Right, fucking. Hell. <laughs> really smart. Anyway, people, we're gonna go to commercial now, and uh, we'll my see phone's you. gonna die. Yeah, we'll see we'll you in see a little you bit. In, in the void. All right. Bye. <laughs> Hey everybody, uh, we're and back. And we're back again. Yes. So, yes. With Clearly, what will probably be our longest episode now. <laughs> well, no, I was thinking that I was talking to my mom about that because, of course, my phone died. But really, just want, we just wanted you to hear from us, The Void. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, the, I was talking to my mom and she was like, this is the longest episode you've ever done. <laughs> yeah, it might it be. Like, it might be. Yeah, it might be. It might be like maybe it'll probably end up being like maybe ten minutes longer than uh, Suspiria. Um, oh possibly. shit! Well, sus- damn. Yeah. Um, All right. So we're finishing this because I want to like I want to be able to like say good night to my mother too before yeah. bed. So they're so sweet. Um, they wait up for me. Yes. Where were we? Yeah. So we left off. Um, Lin. Uh, <sighs> what is her name? Lin. Linda. Linda. Yes. Linda with a Y. 
Yeah, so Linda is in bed, and, and it's funny when you have names like that, because if not for the closed captioning, I would have never known that her name was spelt with a Y. Well, Linda should not be spelt with a Y. It's like how like people spell their name Chelsea with a Y at the end, or like, I've never, as I've, opposed to E-A. Yeah, like, I was going to say, you've, you've told me about that, but I've still never seen anyone do that. That's why, this is the only time I've ever seen, so, like, rest in peace, my Aunt Linda, my mom's eldest sister, L-I-N-D-A. This is the first time I've ever seen L-Y-N-D-A, and I'm like, that's wrong! <laughs> <laughs> but... So Linda's in bed, um, and uh, she's expecting her beer, and then Michael comes to the door, <laughs> and he's wearing the uh, sheet over himself with the glasses on. I was like, is this some kind of joke? And I was like, oh, and then I thought about the clown in the beginning as him as a kid, you know? And I was like, oh, so he's always played dress up. Because yeah. I just thought it was corny and fake and, like, silly, and then, like, I thought about it as, like, an intellectual and as a filmmaker. I was like, no, this pays homage to him as a kid playing dress up. It's fine. Yeah. Rob Zombie actually makes a huge deal of him putting on masks all the time in the remake of that, which, which we'll I've see next seen, week. But it's a, yeah, yeah, but we'll it's, see next it's a week. Long time, yeah. But um, she gets annoyed. There's no answer, and so she's gonna go call Lori, and uh, that's when Michael starts strangling her. And it as well he should have with the yeah. phone cord on the on the landline, right? That's yeah, that girl. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it def this definitely sounds like she's having sex, like the fucking moans. Every female's death in this movie sounds like she's having a porn fake orgasm. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> so Michael listens on the phone briefly. Lori tells the kids to go to sleep, and now, uh, meanwhile, at the Myers house, Doctor Loomis is waiting until he sees the car somehow three blocks down. Which means he must have excellent fucking vision. Well, to, uh, yeah, to he see probably a car, does. a car three blocks down in the dark. He probably does. I mean, I could probably do that. Yeah, I could probably so, do that. Uh, but, he's running. Yeah. Oh, go on, go on. And he's way too calm about it. That's the issue. Yeah. Yeah. So Lori gets the keys, and she decides she's going to go to the Wallace place. Um, and like this is once this is where I realized just how much heavy lifting the score is doing. Everything is the score. Well, that's what you learn. That's what I learned early on because like when I was born, like Halloween was already this massive franchise, right? So the and then growing up, um, it was something that was just taught to me that the score in horror movies is everything, and I feel like this is maybe something that started that. Mm-hmm. You know, the score is the is the lead of the movie. Oh, I mean, definitely. You need, I mean, you need a great score in every horror movie. Otherwise, it's just like, what the fuck am I watching? Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at films before this, um, you know, nobody looks at, say, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and talks about the score. They talk about Sally's white pants. Yeah, you know. Oh, that's just uh, me. Sorry. <clears throat> but, you know what I mean? Like, no one looks at, you know, even... even um, you know, like, like that, it's such an important part of horror these days. And it's one of the reasons why, um, you know, the Hellraiser, uh, when they got straight to, vid straight to video and they lost the rights to the Hellraiser theme, why it was such, like, it felt like a, a downgrade. It felt like a huge downgrade when it went from this... that wasn't even their fault. They this, just, like, the filmmakers didn't know that it was going to go so well, and then they foolishly, like, they got fucked. You know. You know? Yeah. So... Um, yeah, so, uh, Lori's going to the Wallace's, and, uh, 
I don't she know rings- where you are in my notes, so keep continuing. I'll yeah. catch up again. Well, she rings the doorbell. She's calling for Linda, calling for Annie, and she sees the back door is open because no one in this town ever, ever shuts the back door of their house. No, never um, shuts the back door. I mean, like, the, you know, there was one podcast where we talked about, like, so apparently people don't lock their doors in this town because we're so used to, like, New York City culture yeah. and all that. Yeah. And the there's a house I spend a great deal of time at that's like 20 minutes down the road from where I am now and they don't lock their cars they leave the key in the car they don't lock their doors They're, oh my god yeah, they still exist they still exist and it's blasphemy I'm like what <laughs> but they don't leave their doors ajar mm. <laughs> and open <laughs> yeah well the one thing that occurred that occurred to me here um so Michael took Bob down from hanging on the the wall but right. he also took the time to clean up all the blood off it, too. Because if you're piercing mm-hmm. someone with a knife through the wall, it's going to be pretty fucking bloody. And you'd probably have, like, little wood chippings on it, too. You know? Yeah, but Michael took the time to clean all that up. Um, so I guess he's very courteous, as well as uh, being a psychopath. He's a family man. Yeah. Uh, so he walks up the stairs. Well, she walks up the stairs, and there's a light on the bedroom. And uh, Annie is dead in there with Judith uh, Meyer's gravestone in bed above her. Yeah, and it, the thing that made me so, like, you know, I mean, it, it's fine because I get it. Like, I can relate to it because we're independent, like, horror filmmakers. Just how fake that tombstone looked. I was like, oh, come on, because it's Halloween, you yeah. know? I was like, you could do better. But I'm like, no, no, that's literally what, like, a couple years ago, Charles and I would have to do is use something that would probably look fake. I mean, it was, yeah, it was probably like, you know, fucking styrofoam or something. Like, exactly. And, and, it, and it looks every bit of it. But, um, it does. You know, one of the things that you and I have discovered is that a lot of times, uh, you have to be, you have to be really, really resourceful to have stuff that doesn't look fake. Yeah. It, Everything is who you know. It's, it's, you have to either be super resourceful or spend a lot of money, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And really, there was only, you know, so I, I can learned this the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> so Lori freaks out, as one would. Um, and you then know. Bob is hanging in, the, in one closet. Oh, but Lynn- no, the thing that bothered me is that she thought it was still a joke. Like, all right, meatheads, the joke's over. And I'm like, Lori, you already know that something is really wrong. You're the one who brought this dude to their attention. Mm-hmm. You know that they're not pranking you. Like, like you know, I would have just maybe had her not think it was a joke based on who the character has been before in this movie and how well, the they problem treated is, her. The problem with that, though, is that if she doesn't think it's a joke, then she'd be stupid to go inside. Shut the fuck up, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> this is this but is. They'd be stupid to leave the jor- door ajar. <laughs> well, yes, you know, but I mean, there's there's a whole lot of cr- sins here. It bothered um, me. So, nobody sins ever. <laughs> so Bob is hanging in the closet. Linda's in what looks like another closet. Well, or you something. should come out of the closet. <laughs> I'm sorry. And um, well, this is this is kind of the thing that like Friday Thirteenth like ripped off, and that there's always the scene where the person finds all the bodies Jason left. You know, Jason goes to creative hanging bodies solutions all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah. I wrote, here's Michael. Oh, when he's going through the door. I'm like, here's Michael. And I'm like, mm. is that where they fucking, is that where the Shining stole it from? No, the Shining, the Shining was came before out this. Beforehand. Way before So they were paying this. homage to the, to the Shining in a way. 
I don't I don't really think it was because it's not the same type of angles. It's not the same you know, night. The same cho- thing. He uses an axe to he. Yeah, it's an axe. He goes, but he chops through the bathroom door that she's in. That's why I was like, "Here's Michael." You know, but I mean, There's I mean, a correlation. Yeah, it's kind of a stretch for me a little bit. Um, yeah, for you, but no, it makes sense to me. <laughs> but um, you know, so uh, basically, he stabs her in the shoulder. She falls off the banister and is only limping, which is weird considering wrote, where it looks wrote, like she landed. So yeah, so no, she breaks the glass to open the doorknob and runs outside and calls for help. And she falls. And this is the other thing that bothered me too. You know, little nitpicking thing. I wrote, it's like the director thought it'd be a good idea for, like, you know, one more for safety. This time, try it where you just fall. Because it's such a silly, cliche fall. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make any sense because she didn't trip over anything. You know what I mean? And we don't see her foot getting injured. She's stabbing the shoulder and she's limping, you know? So it's like Jamie did the best she could is to make that fall well, work. Like, it was thrown at her last minute. Well, you have to understand that it's a cliche because of a million movies that saw Halloween do it. That no, we saw talking, before, yeah. you know what I mean? Because, like, now it's, like, the point where, you know, I purposely try to avoid this sort of shit because it's in so many yeah. horror movies. But it's Halloween true. was the first one to actually do it. And then okay, everybody, well, that makes sense. But let go then, of the cliche part of it. Let, yeah. you, let go of the cliche part of it. It's like Jamie Lee Curtis... Like, like Carpenter was like, all right, one more for safety, but this time, can you just fall? And she's just like, but I'm not tripping over anything. And he's like, can you just try it in this one take? And that's mm-hmm. what made it. And she did her best to fucking make it work, but it didn't but, make any sense. But to me, the thing, the thing about it, the reason why I brought up other films is because it's like, okay, it happens here. It doesn't really make any sense, but other films saw it and was like, oh, that's a great way to increased that, tension yeah, that makes or sense. something yeah. and which doesn't make any sense and so many movies have now ripped it off that it's become like the horror cliche of like oh no she's gonna trip over nothing while being chased by the killer well no i think i think the Ch- texas chainsaw massacre did that first uh maybe right? May- i don't know i i i'm pretty sure well, that came out first sally falls in the woods over nothing sally but sally's there's a lot of debris in Sally's way, in fairness. Like, you know, I'm not a huge fan of that movie, but there's so much shit in Sally's way. No, but there's a shot where she falls and she's falling over nothing. Yeah. You know, so it's like Carpenter was like, oh, let's think about Chainsaw. Let's think about. All right. So for safety, just do it this one time this way. And Jamie's just like, well, that doesn't make any sense. I'm tripping over nothing. But she made it work because she's a good you know, actor. You know, you, you just brought up an interesting question that I wonder now. Because it, we're thinking from the perspective of people who grew up with, you know, I grew up with like VHS and DVDs and same, same, yeah. all this sort, and now streaming. They didn't have that in 1978. So now I'm wondering, do you think John Carpenter had even seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I'm sure, I'm sure he had heard of it, but there's a good chance he had never seen it in 1978. Because everything was just you see things in film in cinema. There was no yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so now I'm wondering if he ever had seen it at the time. Wait, we have to find this out. Let's find it out later. <laughs> I don't know how we do that without interviewing him, but, like... <laughs> well, no, it's probably, like, no, I'm saying we can just, like, find yeah. out yeah, we how can look. he could have seen it. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. I'm, 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 
it would really require someone to have asked him this particular question. Um, yeah. But yeah, now it, it just occurred to me. It's like they didn't have like VHS and stuff until like the early 80s. Uh, so at the time yes. that he made this, there's an entirely there's an entirely possibility. It's also possible that he did see it and directly took it, but it's also entirely possible that they both independently came up with the idea of just having their heroines trip. Yeah, while, you're right. Yeah. So we don't know. It's kind of it's. But it bothers me. Yeah, it's <laughs> so knowing. weird. It's so weird to think about that. Like, I grew up Those in, like, the first... little nitpicky things. The first family in the neighborhood to have a, v- a VHS. Like, my dad was, you know, like, the first one to actually... None of my friends had them. I had friends who'd come over so they could watch movies. Um, Up until maybe, like, second grade or so, and then everyone had one. Yeah. But... You know, it's kind of weird to think about that, about not, you know, if you wanted to see a movie, you had to go to a fucking theater at one point. Yeah. And there was no other option. And that's so, you know, crazy when you think about that independent films existed with that going on. Oh, I found your DVD burner, by the way. Anyway, continue. Okay, cool, cool. (laughs) But yeah, not to imply. Not to imply, by the way, I'm making copies of any films or anything. That's (laughs) no, no, no. no. It's something he brought up. It's something he brought up like two months ago, and it's in my apartment. I know. I, I, I totally I'm explaining for the audience. Yeah, exactly. I totally get it, but I'm like, oh shit, with the way she phrased that after, it's not like I'm illegally, I have an operation where I'm, I make the videos people get in Chinatown or some shit. No, like. so we were working together in my office and my DVD burner looks exactly like his and I didn't yeah. even know he brought one over and I was like, yeah. no, we, like, this is my DVD burner. I don't remember seeing yours and I found it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just put it put it aside so I so we can get it. I did. When I'm I did. Yeah. It's it's in it's in your shit. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> On the floor, anyway. obviously, because we're not king shaming anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. Well, that was very yeah. witty. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, you know, it's why I'm spending it's, too much time with British people. I'm like, that's very witty. How clever. <laughs> you know, it's why they uh they they should pay me the big bucks, but don't. Um. So anyway, hey, hey we're getting there. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so, uh, they so did this Sally thing. from Texas Chainsaw Massacre comes in and helps Lori out. You know, well, then she, <laughs> she wouldn't, I don't know. Um, and don't know. she does it because she's like, I've been running for a long time because I don't understand how my pants aren't dirty. Am I hallucinating? <laughs> Continue. So... I do love that when Lori comes to the door and is banging on it, Tommy is taking his sweet fucking time to get to the door, even though his babysitter is is banging on it. (laughs) Tommy, it's me! And he's just like, okay. No, I wrote that down. What the fuck? All right. Exactly what he said. He was like, okay. (laughs) Well, um, a babysitter might get murdered by the boogeyman. So that means also, so going back to like how babysitters actually are, that means... Okay, so let's think about it this way. He's being so lackadaisical. I mean, he just woke up from sleep, and he hears her screaming from outside of the house. It means that even then, maybe babysitters were not great, and she's done this before. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't think Lori would do it. Lori seems too repressed to have done that. Tommy seems seems like, okay, this is like, okay, this is the second or third time this happened. I can totally imagine fucking Annie or or Linda doing it. And my laptop died again. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, um, she's in the house now. She gets a um a knitting needle and she stabs Michael in the throat when he pops up from behind the couch. After uh, Michael has cut the phone line, which he did really How? quickly. <laughs> He did. He. This man is. This man should have been the first fucking winner of American Ninja Warrior. You know. Yeah. It's. It's kind of. It's kind of funny. Like you know how movie killers are either super slow, but yet then able to teleport. Pretty much. Yeah. Like. Yeah, and again, again, as you just talked about too, that like you have to pay attention to the fact that this movie was so defining of the entire genre that yeah. we still exist in, you yeah. know? So I'm just like, this doesn't make sense. And it's because it's like, it didn't make sense because they had $300,000 to put on this movie yeah. and didn't know it was going to be a huge fucking thing that started mm-hmm. the entire genre. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's funny is the Friday the 13th video game basically literally lets you teleport Jason, which I find hilarious. It's done in a way so that only the person playing as Jason sees it. If you're playing the game, it just looks like Jason will now appear in front of you, but you're actually going to a literal teleportation menu um, when uh, that happens. Damn. Yeah. Wait, are you talking? Is that Freddy? No, teleportation is Freddy. No. Well, te- no, tele- uh, well, Freddy can just go through dreams. So we'll. Okay, know. that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. But, like, you know, in the, I'm saying in the Friday the 13th video game, when you're Jason, um, it allows you to literally teleport so you can be in front of, so it'll, you get the the, the movie but experience. Jason can't teleport. Oh, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's fucking clever as shit. Yeah, because Jason, that's when, fucking hilarious. When, when the people see him, he was walking very slowly towards them. But like, how the fuck do you get there? Yeah, but you can do a thing in the menu so that he'll okay, suddenly yeah, be like that in front sense. of them. That's yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that took me a minute. <laughs> yeah. So that's you know, really funny. So Lori, Lori also because this is one of the first slashers doesn't know to finish the job after fucking stabbing him with the knitting the knitting needle. She's so relaxed. She's like, I mean, she's in shock. So no, not relaxed, but she's just like, okay. So now I'm going to do all these things and not look back and double check that he's dead. Yeah, I was going to say, all. I was going to say, if you're talking about relaxed, you might be mistaking her with Dr. Loomis, who was just casually strolling down the street yeah, here. No, that's what I was saying. He's just like, <laughs> the stakes are so high. Like, I know this man is in there. My patient of 15 years, who's the worst fucking creature in the world to the point where I don't call him a him, I call him an it. Like, and he's just in this house and I know where he is. And I'm just going to pace slowly up and down mm-hmm. and be like, and not knowing that other people are in there and not do anything about it. And, you know, he's so calm about it until he talks to Mutton Chop Detective afterwards and it's just like, you have no idea how important or how high the stakes are in this situation. It's like, where was that attitude when <laughs> it was needed? You could have saved countless lives. This is your fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's kind of a it's kind of an inconsistent thing because like I said, Donald Pleasance is a great actor, but I think he really probably didn't care very much about this role, so he didn't put his all into scenes where he's not because when he's talking, he's great. But when he's not talking, he's just like eh. But no, what I'm saying is that also when he's been talking, when he's talked, he's talked like very um 
urgently. He has there's there's gravitas mm-hmm. to what he's saying, but his actions when he's not talking are just I'm gonna casually walk down the street. He's oh my god, my he's the antithesis of Hamlet, <laughs> and you know you know exactly what I'm about yeah. to say. I know that where Hamlet spends all five acts being like I'm go- talking and being like I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and by the time he acts, it's too late. He wants it yeah. dead. So he so Doctor Loomis does the exact opposite <laughs> where he doesn't act yeah talk it's killed other people yeah yeah but you know who it hasn't killed is the boogeyman because uh tommy says you can't kill the boogeyman <laughs> so and right at Someone that moment just listen to tommy yeah right at that moment uh well that's why they made a whole uh you know the who had a whole uh play about him so um <laughs> you know, at this point, um, Tommy, Michael, I love that song. Yeah, it could Michael, be. Michael is now up and right uh, behind her. She goes yeah. in a closet, wraps uh, something around the door. I don't know if the scarf or a uh, bra. Or I whatever. don't. Know. Um, he can't open a quick it. Shot. Yeah, Lori. Lori is just terrified in this scene as Michael starts breaking the door. He's flicking on the light, and she grabs a hanger fashions it into a weapon, and she stabs him in the eye with it, which is, considering how easily hangers bend, that's actually really, like, she had amazing fucking, like, precision. She must have been an archer or something. Mm. My cousin was actually an archer back in the 70s, um, in high school. There you go, that's Laurie Strode. Yeah. <laughs> um, he drops the knife, she picks it up, she stabs him in the chest, and he walks backward, um... And uh, so Michael, Michael, when she stabs him, is just seemingly he doesn't lay down like someone who you stab. He's just laying like, ah, I'm, I'm just gonna relax here. This girl, obviously, is, I'm in Chinatown. Yeah. It's happy ending time, you know. <laughs> and so she leaves the room. She knocks on Tommy uh, to knock to unlock the door, and tells Tommy and Lindsay go down the stairs out the front door to the Mackenzie's to call the police. And then Tommy leaves with urgency. Tommy realizes. And then the big, but the big issue, the big issue in this moment is the fact that like, she doesn't run away too. Yeah. Children out into the wild where this man has murdered people. Yeah. Not knowing where he is and doesn't go with them. Yeah. So Lori's just kind of sitting and trying to recover. And then Michael gets up in a way that was later copied by The Undertaker. That flat, straight up sit. The flat. It's just, an, it's literally just a fucking, like, um, uh, what's it called? A fucking crunch. What's the, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, sit up. A sit up, it's yeah. There's, just sit up. There's that became a, like a huge thing. Yeah, no, there's a video online of Jim Cornette showing the, the uh, wrestler who played The Undertaker's brother how to do it properly. Um... Interesting. I yeah, want to see that sentence. It's it's a whole video from like the '90s of him showing him the proper way to sit up and uh, to make to get that effect. Um, yeah, and it all came from this. Yeah, because you're not supposed to use your arms to get yourself up. You're just supposed no, to. No, it's sit. literally just your abdominal muscles yeah. bringing yeah. It up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's probably what started the, like the figure four and figure eight too, in a way. You know. Um, I. Th- I think I, I'm not. I, I'm possibly wrong. I think the figure four might have even been started in like the fifties or something. We'll we'll find that out. Yeah. We're talking about wrestling things now, people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the figure eight Charlotte is the first one to do that. 
Oh, I uh, didn't know that. Yeah, no one's done the figure eight before her. Charlotte is. The I one had no idea. So she coined yeah. the figure eight. Yeah, because her dad, her dad got famous for doing the figure four, but her dad also took the oh, gimmick. Oh wow, that makes yeah. sense. Continue. Her dad was famous for using the figure four, but other people used it too. So that's why I'm wondering. The reason why I think it might be from the fifties is because her dad copied a guy named Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. Because you know Nature. I know Boy Buddy Rogers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nature, yeah. And I don't know if Buddy Rogers used the figure four. If he did, then that means because it was, Rick, because Rick yeah. stole Nature Boy. Like he's yeah. copying too. So yeah. 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 What's actually interesting is there was also Nature Boy Buddy Landell in the eighties, right? Who was trying to like. It became a whole thing of him versus Ric Flair of so who was able to be the successor to who Buddy Rogers. Is the Nature Boy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what the fuck the Nature Boy means. It, it, that to me Nobody sounds like a nudist. It, no, it, it sounds, sounds like, like a hippie they did nudist. A lot of acid. Yeah, they did a lot of acid. Yeah, it sounds like a hippie nudist to me. Is what it sounds like. Well, maybe maybe it's like a, like a palindrome to Mother Nature, Nature Boy. Yeah. Although it's misogyny, they hate women clearly. Although thinking <laughs> I'm just about kidding, it, I'm the, kidding. thinking about it, the amount of times Ric Flair was, you know, apparently running around just wearing his championship belt with nothing under it, that the hippie nudist thing. I'm right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, Michael Myers has sex with Ric Flair. Oh no! <laughs> um, so and Dr. Harvey Weinstein's yeah. in the corner with a plant. Yeah. So Doctor Loomis sees. Well, wait, wait for next week for that. Um, so uh, Doctor Loomis sees the screaming children and runs to the house just as Michael stands up and starts. Walking. No, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. Sorry, I have to interrupt. Doctor Loomis sees the screaming children run out of the house. Not change his pace <laughs> at all. He just. He doesn't even acknowledge the children or like question what's going on. He doesn't pay attention to these children. He's slowly walking still back and forth, up and down outside the house. He does not run when they run out of the house, when the kids run out of the house. He does not. He does not. I was like. You care more about Michael than you do about these fucking seven-year-olds. What the fuck? <laughs> You're not even trying to like go and be like, what's wrong? And they're screaming. So not run initially. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Lori and Michael are struggling. She pulls off Michael's mask and we briefly see his face where he's just kind of annoyed. Oh, and that's that's the dude that we knew from that convention. Yeah. That's the only time he yeah. was Michael Myers in the initial movie. Yeah, yeah. Is Tony, yeah. Tony, 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 yeah. Tony, Tony. And what's his name? Nick, Nick, who was mostly Michael Myers. The only fun facts. Okay, okay. So uh, Loomis shoots him several times and he falls off the balcony. Uh, Loomis is out of bullets. Lori's traumatized. She asked, was that the boogeyman? And he's like, as a matter of fact, it was. What I was really proud of, though, is that the proper amount of bullets came out of that proper gun, which we yeah. don't see in horror yeah, movies. Yeah, I, I know that's a, that's a thing that you've always, you're always counting bullets. It so fucking no. annoys the shit out of me. And it's something that started the genre. They should have taken that. <laughs> From that. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. So uh Dr. Loomis looks outside. Now Michael's gone as the music starts up. And uh we get a lot of B-roll with Michael breathing as to kind of say Michael could be anywhere. 
as yeah. the music plays and we go to credits. Omnipresent Michael, he's God now. Yeah, but no, yeah. It's a very ambiguous ending. You know, and it's funny too now thinking about the fact that this was such an indie film where you're not guaranteed a sequel. Mm-hmm. You know, did they end it that way on purpose? Or did they like just because it made the most sense to like work with their budget? You know what I mean? Because um, they weren't guaranteed a Halloween 2 at that time. Yeah, no. Um, the actual thing is the idea was that you couldn't kill evil, and that's what we came about with the story. With back to the old idea mm. of sewing, that Halloween was a night where all the souls are let out to wreak havoc on the living, then came up with the story about the most evil kid who ever lived. And when John came up with the fable of a town with a dark secret, someone once lived there, and now the evil has come back, that's what made Halloween work, is what they said. So it's basically saying that you know it will happen like it will continue it yeah, will never he, end yeah he's out in the ether he'll come back every halloween you know okay so okay okay i'm absorbing this because every time i'm like every time i see a halloween movie i was like he's not dead <laughs> well we're, we're i don't even because want to I get didn't into know the, that yeah i don't even want to get into the fucking but that's the thing halloween 2 actually takes place the same night halloween 2 to starts directly after this film I know it's in the, yeah. in the. That's what I was saying at the beginning of the podcast. They're in the same wardrobe, and like when yeah. they went to TV, they shot scenes for the yeah. original Halloween while they were on set for Halloween yeah, Two. Exactly, which I think is brilliant. That's something we would do. You, you know? know, yeah. But um, but one of the things about that though is that um, you know, the if there had never been a sequel, it basically just says Michael's out in ether every Halloween. Something's going to happen. But then the sequels don't really uh, factor into what the ending of the first one kind of implies is going to happen. Until the reboot when we go to Halloween. And we will talk more about that. I have fun facts about that. The direct sequel when next we stalk. We talk. Yeah. We stalk. That was Freudian. When next we stalk. You know. But um, I want to uh, uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. Oh my uh, god! I do. Chelsea doesn't. Chelsea's like fuck all of you and run in, run into the shopping mart. With, I would like to fuck all of you. Yeah, run into the shopping mart with dual middle fingers, just setting shit on fire. But <laughs> Joan Arson. Speaking speaking of me as a as a teenager. <laughs> um, so what the fuck? Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. We'd like to thank you for uh, listening to us uh, discuss. The first of um, several uh, classic hollow, uh, horror movies we're going to discuss during the month of October. And we do generally love this movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I mean, I'm speaking for both of us. We do really love yeah. this movie. Yeah. And and I, I I mean, you know, as I said, like, it's it's just, it's one of those things where as a filmmaker now, you watch it with different eyes than, you know, like, that's the yeah. thing. You, you have to remember that when we do this show to people, like, we're not just... You know, it's there's funny stories and anecdotes and all that, and you get to hear our you know funny personalities and stuff. But we don't We're hilarious. Do, we don't do but the we don't show. Do. We don't do the show as just like a review show. We're not just like two random people. I like this movie. Blah blah blah. I didn't like. We're talking from a filmmaker perspective. Are we? Yes. No idea. Well, you know what I mean. The filmmaker would say, "We're trying to teach you, people." No, I, I know. Continue. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's one of those things that, like, you know. You and I have talked about many times about how becoming a filmmaker ruins certain movies for you. 
<laughs> well, no, 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 no. It ruins every movie for you. <laughs> <laughs> because you're like, uh, the bed, oh, there's a jump, like, oh, the, the leaf's in her hair, now it's not in her hair. Why has it been in several different takes where the, like, like, your steady cam is not steady, bro. Well, it's one of the things, like, I had never noticed how lackadaisical, uh, lackadaisical uh, Dr. Loomis was until now watching it as a filmmaker and being like, oh, my God, I would be trying to get so much more performance out of him. You know? was no performance until, you're right, when he spoke and he's like, this man's the devil. It's, no, it's an it. It's an it. It's an it. I'm just going to let these children die as they scream running out of the house. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Donald, how dare you? You know what I mean? Like, like even if, like, I don't want to lose this, and you know what you're signing up for, you still give the best performance you can. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I mean, well, that was the thing. A lot of, like, it, talking about Peter Cushing. Peter Cushing felt the same way about Star Wars. Peter Cushing And often, Peter Cushing turned the role down. You know, yeah, he turned the role down in this one. But yeah, in in um, Star Wars, where he's Grand Moff Tarkin, uh, Tarkin yeah. many times he would interviews, he would talk about, hell, fucking, um, uh, what's his name? McGinnis, who played uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. He hated even talking about Star Wars because he considered it embarrassing for him to have been in a like a a movie like that. Well, that's how even like nowadays too, piggybacking off of that, where people were like, if you're in the DCU or the MCU or something like that, it kind of you know that it's a huge hit thing as like a career move. Yeah, but that it's not going to be like respected by the academy or by the union, yeah. and it ruins a lot of people's careers because what we've talked about several times in so many other podcasts in the past over the years is that when people get to a certain amount of fame, no matter what they do afterward, mm -hmm. you're just like, no, that's Brad Pitt, you know, yeah. like no, so I get it. I wouldn't say that so much about the MCU, but other other big films definitely. No, it is. Yeah. No, I'm saying it is. We're yeah. like, I'm going to be like, you know, I've seen Robert Downey Jr. in a million roles, but I'm like, that's Iron Man. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but, but think about the fact that, like, no one knew who Tom Hiddleston was before Loki. No one knew who Chris Evans was. You know, the fact that, like, well, he Tom was Well, Tom Hiddleston, I would like to say Tom Hiddleston... Um, what the fuck is it called? The Royal Crown or whatever the um the BBC anthology about Shakespeare's like Henry's mm -hmm. and the history thing. His Henry V was brilliant, and that got him Loki. I knew yeah. who he was because well, I knew Kenneth that Branagh... he was a great. Well, because I knew yeah. he was a great Shakespeare actor. Yeah, you know. But I mean, well, that's why that's why a lot of the cast was picked from from because Kenneth. People Branagh. don't like Shakespeare, yeah. so they didn't know who he was before you know. Loki. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, so. Yeah, you know, I do. I do. Yeah. Same thing with like David Tennant, you know, like, or even Patrick Stewart, you know. See, David Tennant is not Doctor. He is the best Doctor Who, in my opinion. But that's because he's really, other than Catherine Tate, is the only Doctor Who I actually watched an entire season of. But I wouldn't have known about Doctor Who if it weren't for David Tennant being a great fucking Shakespeare actor. Mm hmm. You know? Yeah. 
but that's the thing like um uh mcginnis man i'm it's gonna it's gonna it's really gonna bother me that i don't know his uh first name here but he was a shakespearean actor but he considered it like like low for him to have to do star wars or something like that and i always i would have thought the same thing at the time maybe at the time it's wrong wrong. at the time it would be wrong at the time because I'd be that, kicking myself. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing, is that, like, you look at how he approached it as a Shakespearean actor, and then look how Ray Stevenson brought, yeah, Shakespeare, right, right, to, right. brought Shakespeare to Star Wars. And I think that, like, if he had approached it from that perspective, he could have done so much better, not only for the film, but also for his own... You know what I mean? You don't have to look at this material you think is below you. You look at it as, how can I bring this material up? Yeah, and it's all about the time. Also, just saying no, so too, Charles, my laptop died again. Yeah. (laughs) But it's fine. But yeah, like, I think that, you know, that's, that's really how I think, you know, people really should approach, like, these genre things, is try to Try to do the best performance. You do it. I do it. But, you know, there are people. We all who, do it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. There are people who don't, who are just like, oh, I can't believe I'm in this. Thing. Like, no, make it better. Elevate the material. There, and this is Shakespeare's words. There are only, there are no small parts. There are only small actors. Yeah. 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 And so. I you don't know, actually know that that was Shakespeare who said it, but. <laughs> but, you know, like. But I, it's true. Yeah. And I think that, like, you know, instead of feeling ashamed of this of this sort of material, I would have and loved if Donald... Yeah, I would have loved if they had put the full effort into it. That's why I said, I think, that's why I had to point out to you how Ray Stevenson on, on, on Ahsoka, because, uh, holy yeah, yeah, yeah. shit, was he bringing it and just taking what so many actors mm-hmm. would have made a throwaway role, and he Judy made it into... in that role. He yeah. was Judy Denching in that yeah. role. I was like, I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. This is exactly why we make art. You were—he is literally the epitome, one of several epitomes of actors who can do both, yeah, stage and film, and like translate what they've learned on either on either entertainment, like you know what, use what they learn in theater and transfer it to film, and then do the opposite too. He does that yeah. so well. Yeah. So I kind of wish that that was something that, you know, Donald Pleasance had done more of and, you know, and like kind of just went instead yeah, of... it's sad. Yeah. When you know you're a great actor, instead of just like, oh, well, I don't, I guess I have to do this for the money. Like, no, fucking look at it as an opportunity to elevate this shit. I'm the third choice. You know. Mm. Like, I no, need the just, money there. Yeah, just be like, man. You put one hundred. Yeah. You put one hundred million percent into every role you're given. There are exactly. no small parts, only small actors. And exactly. That's Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, um, but yeah, no, we do. And love you the never film. know. Just, you yeah. never know what's gonna happen when mm-hmm. you make an independent film. Yeah. So all you other like indie horror filmmakers who listen to us, the um. You never fucking know. And that's, we are doing exactly what you are doing, which is exactly what Deborah and John were doing at yeah, that time. Exactly. You never know. So don't stop. Mm-hmm. Don't stop doing what you're doing. You never fucking know. Yeah. So, Chelsea, where can people find you? Um, <laughs> I was going to come up with something else, but, <laughs> but it didn't work. Um, 
uh, you can find me at Chelsea. No, fuck me. <laughs> you can find me at Chelsea on Instagram. And where can they find you, Charles? At charles.d.lincoln. And, and you then can you find can also us find us together. together at CL Squared Productions on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Yes. And we then not, again, yeah. please, 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 if you are in the tri state area, December 16th, 9 p.m., Film Noir Cinema in Brooklyn, New York, mm-hmm. come support us. We will have things for you to sign from other things that you know us from. Mm-hmm. And um, there will be a Q&A, and you can meet and greet Charles and I, and then regret yeah. it for the rest of your lives. Please. <laughs> we, will, we, prom- we promise to react with all the urgency of Dr. Loomis. <laughs> you want me to sign that? Yeah. Wait, what'd you, what'd you say you need my help? Why do you need my help? My, my entire family's being murdered. You're the only one who can help. Okay. <laughs> but please, and thank you. Thank you yeah. for listening. We love and, you. Yeah, and tune in next week where we'll handle Rob Zombie's uh, Halloween. Why do they fucking keep repeating the titles? I don't like that. Like, if it's the same franchise, like, I understand where they're yeah. with Disney, where you have the animated things and they're doing the live action remakes and it's called the same title. Oh, right. oh, oh, but, by the way, by the way, before before we uh, finish up, I want to just correct myself, um, because last week we improperly identified uh, the person from the Snow White remake. Um, oh, you texted me about that. Rachel Ziegler. Yeah, yeah, yeah because um, we said somebody else, and I just don't want people to think that whoever we spoke about is the one saying this and give her shit or whatever. I'm saying that the girl who it actually is is actually the one yeah. who fucking dared to say that. Yeah, yeah. So, so Rachel Ziegler, Ziegler is the one who actually basically she said did. she's watched it once and never watched it again. And, you know, she was on Maria um, in West Side Story in the film that came out that Spielberg directed. Yeah. That came out a couple of years ago. Yeah. Which I've, I've, I've never seen. But it's actually like as someone who doesn't like is someone who has a musical theater degree who is very skeptical of everything. Thanks to Charles. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> movie musicals, I'm like, and she was good. Yeah. But I'll now just, I hate her. I'll just say, I'll just, yeah, well, that's, the, that's exactly why, because of, because of the reaction, I wanted to make sure we didn't have the, we didn't have the wrong name out there. So people don't. Totally. Yeah. It was right of you to do that. Thank you, yeah. Charles. But also Gen Z do better. <laughs> save us. We need you to save us. So be we'll wise while he's saying, but we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week uh, with uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. Take care, everybody. Bye. Taking care. Bye.